I could watch that. I could watch that. Yeah, I could watch that. I could watch that. I'm not fucking watching that. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to I Could Watch That. My name is Kelly. I'm Alicia. This is Ashley. And this is Heather. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It it has been a good long while. It has. I forgot how to do this. 84 years. I've forgotten how to do this. So, we are going over our top three favorite movies of all time, ever, in the history of the universe. Apparently don't like them that much. It's been a while. Yeah. Hey, but <laughs> we, we are, have lives, we, too. Yeah. <laughs> but we are cycling around to finally the last of the second favorites. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the last one of that, so that feels like an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. And it, we're supposed to do new episodes every Wednesday, but that's not happening. Every, every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> and now it's like when we feel like now it. Now it's whenever yeah. whenever we get it's around to it. It's sporadic from now on. So we'll keep you on your toes. Hope not sporadically. <laughs> Use that word in a sentence this week. So we are, like Ashley said, we are going over our second favorite movie of all time, and we had Alicia with The Matrix, Ashley with Hocus Pocus, Heather with Meet the Robinsons, and today we are going over Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which is my favorite, second favorite movie of all time. Is it the only sequel on here? Avengers. Uh, Avengers is yeah. technically the first if, show, isn't it? If, no. If, like, it's, 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 like, no it's like the sixth movie. If Avengers stays on the list and is not replaced by Captain America Winter Soldier. It's gonna. Okay. That's gonna happen, okay. because okay. I like Winter Soldier By the time so we much. roll around to yeah. it in 24 years? Yeah, exactly. The next time we record, I'm gonna, like, sideswipe <laughs> everyone and say, hey! We do have special episodes um, in between, uh, whenever, again, we get around to it. Uh, we have I Could Rank That episode 1, which was the MCU phase 1, and the I Could Rank That episode 2, which was MCU phase 2. Have you guys done 3? No, we haven't done 3 no. yet. No. Three, well, because phase 1 and 2 were reasonable. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, 6 movies each. Yeah. But then phase three, it's fucking like 11 movies. They just kept going. Which is bullshit. That's not a phase. Well, and then the last one just came out, which was Spider-Man. Spider-Man, right. So, I mean. But still, it's not a phase at that point. Mm -hmm. They should have split it. I'm really mad at them for that. But whatever. It's fine. We're just going to cut phase three into two part episodes. We need all the characters. (laughs) So many characters. (laughs) So we have episode 10 coming up, which is a milestone, and that is Alicia's third favorite movie, Cloud Atlas, which I've never seen before. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, I've never seen it, so it's gonna be interesting. It's good. Buckle the fuck up. (laughs) You're gonna die. You're gonna fucking love it. You're gonna get mind fucked. Oh my god, it's so good. I can't wait. It's fun. I can't wait. Fuck me up. Let's do it. So MCU may happen before that, may not. Well, just because- It's gonna depend. The end of doing all of our second movies is kind of like a good place to- Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. shoehorn in a off not off topic but like a not in this kind of mm-hmm. order so but then again we also have to marathon 11 movies so if only it was an even number uh yeah well we'll have to do six and five or five and six we'll see probably five and six it'll probably depend on where the break is like, yeah and i know i've looked it up and i forget now yeah so, so we'll see how it goes but mm-hmm. uh, those are coming <laughs> it's imminent mm-hmm. so now that that's out of the way uh, it's not a lot, because, you know, it's been so long, so we're just going to jump right into the movie, uh, which is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Yay! Do you always say it, the full title? Or do you do... I say T2, or Terminator 2. I just, I don't, I, I just, it's a mouthful. I just, well, no, I just picture you in any, any occasion, just Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I feel like you wouldn't shorten it, <laughs> but, but you do. <laughs> huh? Well, yeah. She said T2, like, for the most part. Oh. Yeah. When we were leading up to it. Yeah. I think I just put words in Kelly's mouth, that's yeah, all. Yeah. Well, and because... 
you yelled at me when I said Terminator 2. I do. Like, and you're like, Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so now, it's just a, now it's just a defense mechanism. It She's is. Saying, oh, too. Honey. You don't yell at me. Don't take what I say seriously. <laughs> Fuck. Don't yell at me. I'm, I'm so small. <laughs> I'm small and weak and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm vulnerable. <laughs> okay. So Terminator 2 Judgment Day came out in 1991. As per usual, I wasn't born yet. You Heather you. was nothing. <laughs> you know she what? She was just stardust. <laughs> um, directed by James Cameron. Uh, it was released July 3rd, 1991. It was a 4th of July movie? It was. It was a 4th Ooh. of July holiday movie. Jeez. Interesting. The budget was $102 million, for an estimate, um, and wow. made $204 million in the U.S. alone. So it doubled. So it doubled that, and then globally it made $315 million. So another 100 mil. Mm. Yeah, but so it was a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, just the fact that the U.S. had doubled what it cost to make, usually we have to take, um... China's money. Like China's it, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's now. Back then, not so much. I don't think they were allowed to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. it was too violent. They gave people yeah. ideas. Yeah. Uh, nominated for six Oscars and won four of them for wow. best sound, best sound effects, editing, best visual effects, and best best makeup. Did not. It's the only Terminator film to have been nominated and won an Oscar. Okay. So what? what? Um, according to IMDb, the movie held the world record for highest opening weekend gross of an R-rated film until The Matrix Reloaded. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Woo! Oh, it's, it's, it's rated R? Yeah. They said fuck, like, a bunch oh, of times. They? I just don't they, they, didn't, they used more than one. Mostly from John, because, you know. Yeah. Mostly, we're so desensitized to cursing that yeah, I Yeah, I just, like, I didn't even notice. Mm. And then we said shit, and I was like, oh, maybe that's the, that was the, the way Sarah it was. And Sarah said too. Is, is, is it, like, ripping off the arm thing. Is it blood, yeah, gore? <laughs> blood and gore? Yeah. yeah. That's what and I figured. The but they new... showed people getting, like, stabbed in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And the new movie is going to be rated R as well. <gasps> which that's is exciting. That's exciting. Because none God. of the other sequels are rated R. So, they're finally going Cause, back. Because studios are so afraid to make things rated R. Because they, 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 they won't people get won't people to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Alicia and I can attest, we've seen many R-rated movies lately. All of them. And children are in the fucking theater. Yeah. One, when we went and saw the movie yesterday, was left alone. The dad brought her in and then went to the bathroom or concession or some shit, and she's over there bouncing on the chair. Ooh. In Once Upon a Time, or uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So she's just over there. Wow. Not not only an R-rated movie, but a boring movie for a child. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, she's not, there's no way this child is not bouncing. When you, when you said yesterday, I thought you were talking about the movie yesterday. Which, the movie once upon oh, a time in Hollywood. Yeah. So I was like, I the Beatles be a kid movie. <laughs> I mean, no. okay, and then Got it. the movie you saw yesterday. I had a brain fart on the title, so I just kept going. No, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> just, I was keep just, rolling. I was just, yeah, keep just rolling. kept going. If, if my I, face looked and quit, like, it did, but I was just like, like <laughs> what you're talking about, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like nowadays parents right. don't give a fuck and are bringing their children to R-rated movies anyway. To ruin the experience for everyone else. Yes. Yeah. Let's make everything X-rated, just because. Yeah. No, okay only, what, whether they're actually X-rated or not, let's just slap that on there, just because. I feel like if you I don't say only there, if it's like equal penis? equal penis. Yes, I want a penis. <laughs> equal penis. Show me a fucking penis. I don't want to see boobies. A Game of Thrones penis to breast ratio. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 93% certified fresh, nice. and the audience gives it a 94% score. The last time those ratios were close in the history of movies. Right. <laughs> um, IMDb gives it an 8.5 out of 10, which I think hmm. is the highest. Is that the highest? That's low. Well, Some things on there are 9. 
on IMDb? No, no, no. What's the like the highest that of our movies? Mm. I think it's nine. Because The Crow is seven something, what right? What's The Matrix? I don't fucking check that shit. She doesn't like that. Oh, that's right. Remember? She didn't care. Mine were low. Mine were all I can, like, oh, I, can, low I can guarantee you the Matrix is high. It's probably, it probably is. Mine were all fives, so I just fuck IMDb. Yeah. We're checking our phones right now. Well, on, the mummy's probably... Bear with us. The Matrix is 8.7. Suck it. Nice. Nice. I, I, I was just curious. <laughs> but also, we had, I don't care about that shit. Yeah. Well, I think of the ones that we had said, because I yeah. don't think you said on yours. No, I never did. So, but yeah, ours and Ashes are always super Damn. low. No, the mummy's 7. That's because Man, your movies are for women and children. I'm expecting the Princess Bride to be high. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked. Okay. It's a cult keep, film. Keep that so for... Yeah. yeah. get more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our characters, we have Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. Um, he is a cyborg created by Skynet to infiltrate and destroy all human life. He, uh, this model was captured by the Resistance, uh, reprogrammed and sent to the year 1995, because that's when this movie takes place, in case you didn't know, uh, to protect you, you young John Connor. then. I was alive. In the movie. In but, the movie. But yeah. not in I real life. Been, I would have been a one-year-old in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w- I was a one-year-old when the movie came out, yeah, so. There you go. <laughs> So, we were talking about this while we were watching it, but in my brain, John Connor, I have been on the Terminator 2 ride at Universal more times than I've probably seen this movie, so he is, like, 16-year-old ever for long in my head, and the fact that he was 10-year-old baby John Connor, like, blew my mind. He's a baby. I was like, what? When did this happen? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, it's, it, you can cut this out, but, like, it's just sad, like, seeing... Him start off in this movie for the first time, and then seeing that, it's like, mm. So, anyway. Uh, Linda Hamilton is a queen. I love her so much. Oh, yeah. Sarah, mm-hmm. Sarah Connor. Um, after the events of the first movie, Sarah has trained herself and John to fight and prepare for a future war against the machines. Uh, she ends up getting institutionalized after getting caught trying to blow up a computer factory before the movie begins. Um, Edward Furlong as John Connor. A baby. Introducing. Introducing his <laughs> first movie. So proud. Uh, future leader of the human resistance against the machines. He is currently an angsty teenager, and I fucking love it. He's, he's not, not angsty. He's not angsty. Or a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a sassy child. <laughs> okay, sassy child. Yes. And I love it. Yeah, no, he's great. I love it so a child. He's really great. A child. I love it. Uh, Robert Patrick as the T-1000. He is an advanced model Terminator uh, sent by Skynet to kill John Connor. Uh, Earl Bowen as Dr. Silverman, Sarah's psychiatrist. Um, that met, dick. Yeah, we met him in the first movie. Oh, did uh, we? Yeah. Who? Uh, Dr. Silverman. He was Her in the first movie. Got it. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Morton as Miles Dyson. He works at Cyberdyne System. And he... Sorry. He works at Cyberdyne Systems and is unknowingly the cause of Judgment Day. He has been working on the old Terminator arm and CPU from the first Terminator in 1984. And he's not associated with the vacuum cleaners. He is not Elijah. I just kept thinking, <laughs> the vacuum cleaner guy? <laughs> and also not Tyson, which I thought it was. <laughs> oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Well, I, I just chicken thought it nuggets. was... I just thought chicken it was nuggets. Tyson. Yeah, the chicken nuggets. Or like, no. But I just thought it was Tyson and not Dyson. Oh, gosh. T's and D's are hard. Mm-hmm. So those were the main characters, well, at least the main characters as far as I could tell. Um, and we begin the movie, which is uh, gridlocked Los Angeles, traffic jam, wonderful. So today. So today. <laughs> uh, it's just a normal, typical sunny day. And all of a sudden, flash forward to 2029 20, AD and the world's ended. It's all dark and gray and there's skeletons everywhere. A lot of that was used in the ride, right? Or did they reshoot it? Because it looked very similar. They reshot their show. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, they, they used, like, an abandoned cement factory, and they, like, doctored it up. But I don't think it's, like, the same stuff. Because a lot of it looked the same. Yeah. And, again, like Alicia said, I've probably also been on the ride more than I've seen the movie. <laughs> so, um, there was a lot of it that was kind of like, whoa, since we don't have the ride anymore, so. Well, yeah, well, yeah. It closed in Orlando, but Ashley and I actually got to go with our other friend Rosie in Japan um, before they closed that in, like, May or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to get to see it in Japanese. It was kind of bizarro awesome like it was so fun it's the same footage it's just in japanese it's exactly the same but in japanese so like are the tone of voices the same yes yeah oh yes so so it's it's austrian uh what is it, an austrian accident an austrian accident with the japanese language <laughs> yeah kind of well, the inflection I mean, yeah the inflection yeah, yeah. was for sure there um but actually this whole front scene i haven't watched this movie in a while and i actually watched daisy future past that uh the good x-men movie mm-hmm. a while ago and it looks exactly like this. I'm like, oh, that's what you were going for, Brian Singer. Okay. <laughs> it's just like this. Hmm. Um, when the camera pans over... Well, we hear Sarah Connor kind of narrate the beginning. And then we see the first T-800 endoskeleton appear. Uh, there is a war against uh, humans and Terminators happening. Uh, you can see a fight going on. Um, and then eventually we meet an adult John Connor. So Sarah's kind of explaining the story, setting it up, saying, um, so there are two Terminators set back in time, one to protect John, one to kill John, who will get there first? Um, so we see the title card, fire everywhere, flames, flames, on the side of my face. And eventually we go to the present time and we see a portal appear and the T-800 arrives. Uh, we don't really know if he's good or evil at this point. We just know it's the machine from the first movie. Right, I was saying, yeah, the yeah. audience members who are going in to see it, because it's a sequel, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's him from the first one, he's a bad guy. Right. Well, and the thing is, I think I read that the trailers later on actually showed him being the good guy. Mm. So, they may have already known, but when I saw oh, this... a bummer. Yeah. I saw this when I was, like, 11, yeah. 2001, mm-hmm. so I had no idea. So I thought he was a bad guy. Sure. But until, you know, shit went down. I think I think I watched these movies in reverse, so I think I was actually oh. confused when I saw <laughs> yeah. the first one, because okay. T2 is one everyone talks about. Right. So I think when I watched the first one, I was utterly confused as to why he was the bad guy, uh, and I'm like, me too. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> when did he become evil? Yeah, exactly. And it was so funny, because when I first uh, saw this movie, I knew he was a bad guy, and I didn't mm-hmm. put two and two together when, because, you know, I, I watched the show at Universal when I was a kid, too, but I didn't care about it that time. Sure. And so, like... I got to the scene, you know, where they're on the highway and they're running to the truck after the SWAT van gets knocked over, and it looked like they were running from Arnold's character, and I was like, oh, "Oh, is he still a bad guy? So I reround that shit, and I was like, okay, let's see what this movie's about. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, huh. Um, So anyway, yeah, so from my point of view, I don't know if he was good or bad. Um, He ends up at a bar, uh, kind of profiles, profiles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the people there, um, he ends up finding some biker dude who looks like he would be a match for his build, uh, to steal the clothes, um... That dude did not have as many muscles as Arnold Schwarzenegger okay, does. the jacket no. was super baggy on him. Yeah. So, that is true. No, sure. It was sure. ill-fitted. Yeah. Is that why it squeaked? Exactly. When Arnold it was too on? tight. Mm. It was mm-hmm. too tight. Google wants to correct your grammar. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Little Skynet. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. My grammar is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacket. Thank you. (laughs) So he ends up stealing the the biker's clothes um, and the motorcycle. Before he leaves, 
Um, before he leaves, uh, the bar owner comes out with a shotgun and says, what are you doing? You can't take this off. <laughs> so uh, the Terminator goes back and is like, no, takes a shotgun and the sunglasses. Well, so, you know, it's also worth pointing out, like, we were, we all were kind of saying when we were watching it, is that he didn't kill anybody in the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Well, that of, wasn't his mission. No, no, right. But that's probably the audience's first kind of tip-off that he's mm-hmm. probably not the same as the guy mm-hmm. we saw in the first movie. Exactly. Which yeah. I enjoy that, because it's subtle, that you wouldn't really... Cad, you see him yeah. beating the shit out of people, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, whatever, he, he has an objective, but he... But then, but the T one thousand later has an objective, but he kills every person. Yeah, he exactly. Uh-huh. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. I like. I, I, Makes them different, right? It doesn't seem subtle, but it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. he throws a guy on a stove. <laughs> okay, it did almost kill ruin him. that jacket, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. That jacket's oh. seen better days. Hashtag be aesthetic. Real. Okay. <laughs> um, the Terminator drives off on the mot- motorcycle with. Bad to the Bone playing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, Bad to the Bone is mine and my dad's song, and he would play it all the time when I'd go visit him on weekends. My parents were divorced when I was super young, and he'd be in his red pickup truck, and I'd be laying on the on the bed of his, you know, truck because all seats were one seat back then, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'd be listening to George Thorgood. So, and I think I think it probably was this movie because I would have watched the I would have watched the first Terminator and this with him. And so every time I hear it, I always think about him. So <laughs> it was a lovely moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, we soon see another time portal appear, and we meet the T one thousand, but we don't know he's a T one thousand yet. He um, kills an officer uh, and impersonates him. Well, mimics him because uh, I think not physically though he doesn't look like him facially. He yeah, just... which is but weird. We were talking about the clothes of the police I, officer, right? I, yeah, I had said, oh, just conveniently, the police officer that shows up is wearing the size that fits him, and mm-hmm. it's because he's not actually wearing the clothes; he's just mm-hmm. mimicking the clothes. Right. Well, that's yeah, probably so. just his default face, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, that's and what also, it's, looks like. it's like with the T one hundred and one. It's like they used this guy's face so as a model for the remote robot, so mm-hmm. they found yeah. Yeah, but why didn't he use the, like, the cop's face and just take the clothes? I think he needed to. Default. Default. You know how many cops there are in L.A.? Like, I don't think it mattered. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, it's one of those those easy ways where you don't have people ask questions, because, like, you know, what if, not that it happened, but, like, what if there had to be a scene where he had to, like, go to the precinct, and now you have Mm. people like, hey, Johnny, how was your day today? So, you know, you don't have to deal with that shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) of people recognizing him. Sure. Um, I also like the explanation about uh, the mimicking thing that comes into play later because I kept thinking about the video game Prey the entire time and how yeah. I could be a coffee cup. <laughs> he can't be a coffee cup. That's too, that's too complex. He could be the floor. He could be a coffee cup. He could be a co- he could be the floor with the solid surface. A coffee cup is a, sa- a solid thing. It doesn't it's have mechanics. There's, there's turning. And I feel like you don't know what you're making... talking about. I'm questioning <laughs> all your Terminator knowledge right now. Question I, James I, Cameron's Terminator. I feel like he could be a coffee cup. Thank you. Because if you can be he a knife... You can't be a pack of cigarettes. So you can't no. be a coffee cup. Well, but a pack of cigarettes has a lot like of individual, individual things like, in it. If you want to take one out, it'll just be like a string of like metal or whatever. Right, like, yeah. you know, oh, this one was his finger. There are <laughs> metal <laughs> coffee cups. He could just be like a World War II canteen, okay? Yeah, he could just be like a thermos. Yeah. On the, on the side. Yeah. Yeah, no. Thank I, you. I agree with Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. I'm just gonna move on. So, in the next movie, he's gonna be a coffee cup. It's <laughs> yes. gonna be a cup, and all of a sudden, yes. Terminator. Yes. It's like, Blair, it's me. <laughs> it's gonna be like my uh, my prey coffee cup with the the tea on the side and everything. It's gonna look exactly like it. Yeah, can't wait. 
So the new Terminator um, goes to the police car's laptop, and he is able to find out where John is located. Again, we don't know if he's good or bad at this point. Um, he's Robert Patrick. He's bad. <laughs> well, he killed the guy. Character. Well, that's true. Yeah, he just killed someone. So, so. again, like 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 Alicia said, mm-hmm. we have we've now had two people come through a portal: one who didn't kill anybody, mm-hmm. and one who just did. Mm-hmm. Right. So guess which one's the bad guy? Yeah. But again, I'm sure people still are probably like, oh, which one? So I mean, there's people are stupid. There are so some yeah, people who like avoided trailers, like a spoilers, I guess. Sure, so. sure. Do they always have to come from the future in in the naked? Yes. Like, squatted down Nothing dead will go through. So it has to be naked. Clothes are dead? Yeah. It's not. It's like dead organic material. Yeah, Yeah, they're made out of plants. No, no, I understand the the naked part, but like, the squatting part. That's just the Terminator pose. (laughs) Okay, which reminds me of how much bigger Schwarzenegger's thigh is (laughs) than Robert Patrick's. Like, the side-by-side. Yeah, it's a fucking tree trunk is Holy what it is. Holy crap. It was Jesus. amazing. In his prime. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was like, you probably don't want to travel through time, like, standing up, like, in the T position, because what if your arm gets cut off somewhere <laughs> in the time board? Well, I mean, yeah. if you look at yeah. where the spear was, it did cut a hole in the trailer, please, in the truck, so. Please yeah. keep all hands and arms inside the time <laughs> portal at all times. <laughs> Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, um... This new Terminator has John's location. Um, we kind of see that That's he's... That's when we find out he's 10 years old. Too. Yeah, his birthday is February 28th, 1985. So... Which threw us for a fucking loop yeah. for a while, but we got over it. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It wasn't that. It was finding out that Sarah was 29. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what fucking just, yeah. like... Mm-hmm. I needed a minute to process that. Because we're what are we doing? and what we are... have done nothing with yeah. our lives. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> I do not have guns like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nah. After four years. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You've got time to have Sarah Connor guns. Yeah. Just do the keto diet straight for like two years. Yeah. You're good. Check yourself into a mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing That'll but get time. You in your mindset. <laughs> Just do pull-ups for the next six months. Yeah. Become a, um, a Judgment Day uh, fanatic and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and train the rest of my life. Yeah. We'll get you a tinfoil hat. Yeah. So yeah, so we see that we're, we see an address where John is living now. Um, so the next scene, we uh, see the neighborhood. We hear kids laughing. You know, it's the next day, um, and then we see John fixing his dirt bike in a garage with that, his with friend. that mohawk kid. The what? That mohawk kid. No, it's a mullet. mullet. Oh, sorry, the it's mullet, a mullet. mullet. The mullet kid. With that mullet Which kid. I think <laughs> that kid was in Salute Your Shorts. I think that's why you know him. I'm like, what is he from? Yeah. I know this so. hair. He looks yeah. like every other 90s yes. movie Yes. But he kid. looks like a 90s bully. Yeah, Well, like, it's because he's a ginger. Yeah, with the I'm, mullet. He definitely looks like, one. I think, one of the bullies from, like, Little Rascals. Oh, maybe. Because I think oh, he has red hair. I don't think so. But he's, I know what you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Me too. Because I know that bully. Yeah. But I don't think it's the same actor. Am I going to yell at you? It might not be the same actor. I'm going to yell at you. But she yelled at you. That was a blanket question to the room. No, it wasn't. Yes, you I looked at me you. when you said that. I'm actively yelling at you. <laughs> he does have red hair, though, but I don't think it's the same kid. He's a, he's a something and something because I recognize that hair. I've seen it. I've seen it before. I think his name is like Danny Cooksey or something. Oh, sure. That's sure. the character, or that's the actor's name because mm-hmm. he was in the credit role in the beginning of the movie. Yep. Tim. <laughs> so, uh, his foster dad kind of goes out and like said, "Hey." Oh, no, sorry. Um, his foster mom goes out there, tells him to clean his room, and he ignores her. Um, so she goes inside and makes her husband do it. Foster parents? Yeah. 
Percy from Nikita, yes. as Heather and I freaked out about, <laughs> and, and Vasquez from fucking Aliens. Because James Cameron likes to recycle. Yes, he does. So, okay, so his foster mom complains to her husband about John not listening to her, so he goes outside and tells John to do what his mother tells him, which is, like, dude, shut up. And so, uh, John says, no, fuck you, and drives away. You're not my mom. You're not my real mom. <laughs> like, that's a little, little rude, but, you know. Yeah, like they took well, you into your home. Even though parents like some... are just trying their best. Some, some, not not all know. of, not always. But I feel like in these, and these people were trying. Yeah. To like help him out. Let's watch Shazam again. I mean, it's not like the dad was beating him or anything. No, yeah, Shazam foster they parents see... are goals. Mm-hmm. They're parent. Yeah. They're parental goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even he was like, they're they're good people. He was yeah. just a little shithead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't appreciate and it. And he knew well, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you've been lied to your whole life. I'd rebel too. Right. So. Sure. Because that's why he tries to warn them later, because he's like, they don't deserve yeah, that. Yeah, he's they like, they're assholes, but I'm going to tell them anyways, just to save them. But So, uh, the next shot, we see uh, Pescadero State Mental Hospital, um, which we see uh, Sarah doing pull-ups. <laughs> Getting those guns! <sighs> yes! She's going to certify them as weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like Bruce Lee. Like Bruce Lee. <laughs> and then, uh, meanwhile, uh, we hear Dr. Silverman is kind of walking through the facility, talking to students uh, about her case. Um, you know, it's pretty much the events of, of what happened in the first movie. So, uh, you know, she believes that a Terminator is going to come back through time to kill her and her son. Um, the world's going to end. The world's going to end. Um, they, mentioned, they mentioned Kyle, but not by name. But, mm-hmm. like, you know... Uh, Played by Hicks from Aliens, by the way. <laughs> uh-huh. Michael Bean, yep. And um, so we they end up stopping at Sarah's cell, and, you know, she turns around, and she's all awesome. And She's not wearing a bra. Not wearing a bra. <laughs> that she never wears one the entire movie. Nope. It's nothing to do be, with the movie. Must be nice. <laughs> Is it historically accurate in the 90s? <laughs> No one wore bras in the 90s. Um, so, <clears throat> that's true, we didn't. <laughs> As we babes. I don't believe that any of you didn't wear bras even in the 90s. No, I didn't until middle school. 19. As a five year old. <laughs> you guys always had tits. I was four. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, you wear a bra? Wore a, bra- a four year old? I'm sorry, in fourth grade. <laughs> Sarah's cell, 
Um, he's still talking to the students, and we learned that she actually stabbed him with a pen, which was fucking awesome. So I wish we could have seen that, but that's fine. She stabbed the doctor. She stabbed that's the doctor the previous with a pen. time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of giving you like background on how Sarah's changed from the first movie to this movie. Uh, she's more ruthless. Which I'm, well, yeah, she you know she's more hardened and she's like this warrior type, but mm-hmm. um, she'll pretty much like you know stab you in the face if like you know you get in the way of the mission. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering has she always been in the maximum security psychiatric area, That's or has she, like. they said for or, six months? Yeah. So she has been since well, she got put in there. Okay, because I'm wondering how long she... They didn't really specify how long she'd been in there, because I'm wondering if she was in the lower security one, and, and she stabbed him with the pen. There. Well, because yeah. they were like, oh, because you're going to just try and escape again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if that's the what caused her to be in Probably. the maximum, because she stabbed him. What? Well, yeah. Like, I, I think I read somewhere, I, I think, like, she was actually there for, like, about, like, three years. Oh, I was wow. going to say, so I, was gonna say I, I feel think, like she's I think she was while. there for a well, while. Isn't, isn't that what John says? Something about two years ago or something like that? Doesn't he say something about when she was picked up? Uh, I don't... I don't remember. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think he messed... I don't think they specify a year. I think she just said, oh, she got shot and arrested. Like, she's in the hospital. Like, that's it. Like, she didn't, he didn't say when. Gotcha. I thought he did. But, um... Yeah, yeah, you know, he could she could have been stuck in the minimum security. She could have stabbed him at that time, put her in max, and then you know try to escape well, that's what multiple times. When you go to max, is because you're a danger to yourself and others. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I could totally see them starting her off in minimum, and then mm-hmm. like, oh, she's bad I mean, shit. You never right. know. Like, yeah, because right. you know, you want to start them. Off, I guess you want to kind of gauge how they are. <laughs> you want to treat them as people before you treat them as psychotic. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, you know, you could just kick them in the stomach and mm. throw them on the floor and I abuse that, them. I yeah. have that written a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. yeah. The abuse of mental patients. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Mm. Thanks for yeah. that. Mm. This is the 90s. Uh, yeah, it's it's still today. This is now. This is now. No, I agree. So, um, we, uh, the scene goes back to John's foster parents' house and the T-1000 shows up. Uh, he's asking if they know where if they know who John is, where he is, if they know, and the foster parents don't know. Um, they do mention that there is a, another guy looking for him, too, and they wonder if he has something to do with it. The T-1000 kind of just says, no, don't worry about him. Bye. So Thanks. Yeah, thanks, bye. Thanks for the picture. I'm gonna go stalk kids now. So, uh, then we see um, an ATM screen. And it looks like John's hacking it, which is fucking awesome, and I want one. Baby hacker. Yes. Hacking, too. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, the consoles, it's a real, it's an Atari console thing. Mm -hmm. And it's real, but it's not meant for hacking. No. So, like, it was just funny, like, Mm -hmm. I wonder how, like, Atari had to deal with that. Like, Mm -hmm. you could buy this, but you can't hack ATM moves with it, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, John takes, like, you know, 300 bucks, and then his friend ends up finding Sarah's picture from the first movie, and it's like, oh, is that your mom? He's like, yeah, and you could tell as he's explaining how, you know, his mom's a psycho, he doesn't believe, like, he doesn't care about her. Like, you can tell there's, like, some anger there. Obviously, there's some anger there. Um, angsty teenager who's not angsty or a teenager. Yes. <laughs> but I will say I am proud of them for only taking $300. I mean... I that might have been you, you gotta keep time. it. You gotta keep on the deal. You can't take too much, or else people will get onto you. Mm-hmm. So you gotta. Yeah, do but it's it. not like they hacked a credit card or anything. There's nothing yeah. to cancel. But they stole someone's money. They stole mm. the bank's money mm. from someone's pen number. Oh, they stole mm. out of their account. Yeah, yes. they, it like was sure. the pen number. Yeah, so that's just, less cool. So yeah, no, they definitely I stole from someone. But I, I feel like there might have been a. 
there's a possibly limit. like a limit that you mm-hmm. can. Well, there is a limit on ATMs. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. four hundred. There's only yeah. so much you can take out. Now. So yeah. Yeah. Is so, it really? It's four hundred. No, no, no. I was supposed to say every time we have to take out money for the con. <laughs> no, I just I just take out four hundred anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Um, need to do. Yeah. So yeah. So his friend asks about Sarah. John gets annoyed about it. Like, listen, she's a psycho. She got she got arrested and shot for blowing up a computer factory, and she's a loser. Okay. So. The fact that that mullet kid did not make a sex joke about how hot Sarah Connor is. It's just not right. Because you know? disappointing. I'm actually, so disappointed. I'm actually proud of them. Uh, yeah, I'm actually proud of them for that. No, man. It was they peak 90s. It was peak 90s. There were boys. No. We were missing a line. I think that's a peak 2000 thing. Yeah, I would say. No. Right, it's like, yeah, who's this lady? All these kids care about is stealing money and playing arcade games. They are, <laughs> that's what they want to do. I guess I they are 10. They are 10. I guess they are 10. <laughs> so, they haven't you know. reached that phase yet. They're yeah. not 13 yet. Exactly. Yeah. They're not making out like a Stranger Things yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God, drive me nuts. So, actually, I forgot to mention that we watched the extended edition, so there was a deleted scene I completely skipped because I didn't write it in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's, scene, though. And it's my favorite scene. Yeah, because, it is a good scene. Because Kyle's in it, and I love them so much. Yeah, so, mm. as oh. we brought up earlier, Hicks from Aliens, <laughs> but, so, when we were watching these again, it reminded me of Alien was directed by Ridley Scott, and then Aliens was directed by James Cameron, and Alien is like the more sophisticated, more horror, you know, thriller movie, and then Aliens is action, schlock, sci-fi, super fun. Yeah. And then Terminator, Anti-Two, both directed by James Cameron, the first one is super modeled after Alien. It's very, like, it's supposed to be a thriller, more horror movie, you know, the the Terminator's coming after him the whole time, and they have to stop him. Kind of like Alien. And then then T2 is a lot more like Aliens. It's just, like, fun. Mm-hmm. We're going off what we started in one, but it's super fun. Straight action so, film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, I, d- I like that parallel. And well, there's also a kid in Aliens that they have to protect. Newt! <laughs> well, <laughs> well, because they've got, with a sequel, they've got you in the theater. So now they just need to keep you in the theater. Mm-hmm. So, And now he's a hack. Oh. No. We can talk about that later. We're going to have 85 more Avatar movies. Uh-huh. Can we not? We can talk about that later. Uh. The park's cool. <laughs> um, so... We see Sarah back in the hospital, um, but, and, um... She's wearing a slip? Yes. She's wearing, <laughs> wearing a nightgown, a nighty, And, um, we see Kyle appear, and it's like, oh shit. So we realize it's a dream sequence. Um, pretty much, it's kind of like a reminder saying, hey, you know, where's John? You have to protect him. He's in trouble now. They're after him. And so he kind of reminds her to remember there's no fate when we make for ourselves, so there's not much like there's not much time left in the world. You gotta do something. So he begins to leave, she chases him throughout the hallways, and finally she opens the doors to a playground and it's bright, there's all these kids playing around and there's a sense of foreboding in it because you can see she's like looking at this like, Oh shit. So she's kinda telling people to run and all of a sudden we see a flash and then she wakes up. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives you an idea of what she's been going through and how her nightmares, her nightmares, are, yeah, are affecting her. Well, then she talks about it later when she's giving, like, the reviewing her video of her testimony, mm-hmm. right? Because which is the next she's, scene. Oh, good, good, good. Because she's having these nightmares reoccurring of the end of the world, mm-hmm. and she doesn't even know exactly how it's going to end. This is how she's envisioning it's going to end. It's just right. like fire and brimstone, right? Basically, mm-hmm. which the Terminator then, you know confirms to her later. It's like, oh yeah, no, nukes. Yeah. Nukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yay, Russia. Yeah. 
Anybody read the Mueller report? <laughs> well, I guess I guess this time it'll be North Korea, right? Yeah, it could still oh, be today? Russia. Oh, today? It could still be Russia. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, both. Both sides. Both. Really, any country that yeah. hates us at this point. Yeah. Every country Everyone. hates us at this point. Yep. Jeez. So, as Alicia was saying about, um, we saw an old video of Sarah explaining the end of the world and mm-hmm. how, you know, it's gonna happen, you're all dead, like, there's no stopping it. I'm assuming that was probably, like, one of her first sessions in Max or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there, it was six months ago, basically, when she was, like, super high on crazy. Essentially. Because she actually mentioned that, oh, okay, so, you know, you told me to have a goal, which is to look forward to seeing my son. John, yeah. So, um, she's like, okay, it's been six months, you know? So, before that, um, Sarah is kind of explaining to Dr. Silverman that she doesn't believe it anymore. She's like, you know, oh, no, they didn't find anything. I don't believe in Terminators. You know, pretty much it's telling him what he wants to hear. That... Which is super smart, because I would have done the same shit. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But not convincing like, enough. That's... That's, that's a, the point. That's the thing that irritates me in things like that, because other movies have done that, too, where, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're trying to get out of something so you can do a complete 180. Don't do that. You can't do a 180 into how you used to believe. You have to ease them into believing you. So you don't mm-hmm. you don't go hardcore this session. Oh, no, I don't believe in them. You With this session, it's like... Maybe they don't exist. But she... And then tomorrow... But, we don't, but she did it because she, he said that her attitude has improved lately. So yeah, she sure. has kind of eased into it. She has it. been... I He's just she, being an asshole and not yeah. listening oh, to no, her because no, no. he knows I how she's acting. I completely agree yeah. with you. And, you know, but it just irritates me in movies when they do that. Because mm-hmm. I'm if like, so nobody sudden, yeah. believes you yeah. if you're that sudden in your attitude change. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so then we go um, to a, some sort of lab and we meet Miles Dyson. Um... Who... Not the vacuum. Not the vacuum. vacuum. Uh, If someone is looking for him, he has to sign something out of a vault. So we end up going into the vault and we realize that, oh, they have the CPU in arm from the first Terminator. What the hell? Where did that come from? So that's from the first Terminator movie. That's the stuff that was, like, left behind. Yep, because when Sarah crushed it in the press, the arm was still sticking out trying to, like, stat, like grab her. Mm. And then I guess how the head got squished, the chip was still... Did they just, like, s- sift through it and then find the chip, probably? Yeah, because they didn't know what it was. It's, like, some future hide, hide like, tech right. stuff that they found. Like, sure. oh, we could do stuff with this. Let's mm-hmm. just take it and not tell anyone, because it's super... Because they probably thought it was, like... Yeah. Because it was during, like, the Cold War, so they probably thought it was, like, you know, a Russian thing, so, oh, we have their stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. But, yeah, so... And, and so now he's checking it out to, like, take it home, right? Is what... No, he's just... They said they have to review it, or... They have to... <sighs> He, there's like the materials team is running another something. I thought he said he, he had to sign so, it out though. Yeah, so I'm assuming he had to sign it out for he like might some only team have, to inspect. Yeah, I think get, he has like they don't they probably don't let like a whole lot of people into yeah. it. So he was probably he's the, only the only one with the key one who it. could yeah. Yeah. access look at it. it. Yeah, because yeah. okay. it's his project. He's sure. the one who actually looked at it and worked with it to make what Skynet's gonna become. Right. Essentially. Okay. <clears throat> so let's see. So now we see the T-1000, um, oh, nope, 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 wait, pause. I took horrible notes this time, I'm so sorry. Okay, <clears throat> so now we're back at the, um, between Sarah and Dr. Silverman, we're back at their interview, and again, Sarah is telling him what he wants to hear, um, Silverman, the complete asshole, is like, okay, I don't believe you, so you're gonna stay in Max for another six months, Asshole. because I'm a horrible person. Sarah didn't like that, she attacks him, which is like, he deserved it, go for it. <laughs> but he was kind of right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we know she's right. But we know she's so right. So fuck yeah. him. No, yeah. I agree. But so. yeah. she's kind of, like, validating his, like... You haven't yeah, changed. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Which I think is the point, like, right, of that, right. too, is to be like, no, you haven't changed. You're still crazy. In mm-hmm. a, like, for a purpose, yeah, yeah. but you're still crazy. Right. And, um, so now we go back to the T-1000, he's still looking for John. Um, he's asking these two girls, like, hey, do you, have you seen him? Do you know where he is? And they're like, oh, he's at the Galleria, because it's the 90s. And I know! They're at a mall in an arcade! And as you and pointed out, the best police officer ever, ever, ever who's, already, who's already tracked down this kid just yeah. by, like, asking. Like a, like a missing person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss the arcade. I miss the yeah. mall. I miss the mall. That, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. Let's go, Let's go hang at the mall. Let's put scrunchies yeah. in our hair and go. Yes. All of that is a thing now, yeah, so, I yeah. mean, hey, I have a scrunchie in my hair right now. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, I remember. No, no, you're fine. Sorry. Um, so, John and his friend are at the arcade. We see the T-800 and T-1000, respectively, looking for him throughout the mall. And um, again, we don't know who's good or who's bad. Exactly. We don't know yes, who's we good. we do! We know in our hearts! <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so... The T-1000 eventually gets to the arcade, he's asking kids, showing John's picture, hey, do you know this kid? No, don't know him. And then, finally, he happens to run to John's friend, who is a ride-or-die bitch, yes. because <laughs> the T-1000 asks him, hey, do you know this guy? And he's like, no, no, no. Without missing a beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's like, nah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Like, yes. Snitches get stitches, bitches. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, uh, he goes to John and says, hey, listen, there's a cop looking for you, get out of here. I'll figure it out. Which they probably assume is because of the stealing the money thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 At this point, I don't think John, because he doesn't believe his mom. And he has a record, mom, too. So, so yeah. he's like, oh, what else did I do? Right. Like, what other nonsense did I get in trouble for? Nonsense. Nonsense. Hooligans. Hooligans! Soccer hooligans? Sorry. John's friend tells him to get out. There's a cop looking for him. John leaves. The T-1000 has already saw him, though, so when his friend tries to say, oh, hey, the kid's that way, he pushes him out of the way. So, John's... He didn't kill him. He's not dead. No. It was a room full of people. He, Pushed him kind of hard. He, he was flew pushing out of the kids frame. all over the place. Yeah, getting, I mean, arcade. getting pushed by a machine's got to give you a bruise or something. So John is running through the service hallways of the mall, and he ends up running into the T eight hundred. Um, he sees him pull out a shotgun. Oh, yes, seen eight hundred one, eight hundred. I thought he said one hundred one. He's model one hundred one, but he's series eight hundred. Oh. Yeah, he got numbers on him. Gotcha. Yeah, he's I got was, too many numbers. I was really confused. I did, go, I did say 101 earlier. Well, I was, two, yeah. in the movie itself, I was confused. They said 101. Because he said oh. 101, and then he said T-1000. I'm like, fuck, that's a big gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, he's a T-800, like, series. That makes sense. Model 101. Okay. Yeah, so like a car, like, make model thing. Mm-hmm. That makes so, more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's less of a gap. I'm like, how is he 100 and he's this advanced? And then the 1,000. It's like, I'm like, what the fuck happened yeah, to the 900 yeah, between I'm them? I'm curious to see what's the 900. <clears throat> no, yeah, so. Same. So the That's... T-1000 can't be a coffee cup. Could it be a car? No, it can't be a car. It's too <laughs> I, complex. I feel like he would have turned into one. Like, yeah, I know, I know. Too complex. Yeah. But yeah, it's he... funny because in the ride, or the show, R.I.P. The... One million? Well, no, but the machines on the side of you were T-70s, so that kind of gives you an idea That's of old. how, yeah, of how the 70s looked to how the they were They were just in Hammer Iron Man 2 <laughs> they yeah, were. exactly. <laughs> Straight up work. Exactly. So if you want to get some kind of idea of where Skynet was going with the mm-hmm. this machine thing, look at that. Drones. <laughs> <laughs> 
total domination mm-hmm. of complete. global communications. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, so the T eight hundred pulls out the shotgun. John's like, "Fuck that!" Goes the other way, tries to run away. Meanwhile, the T one thousand's coming around the corner. John turns back to the T eight hundred. And the shotgun's pointing at him. He's like, oh shit, okay. I mean, no so. lie, in that situation, I probably would have ran towards the cop, because at that point, I'm like, right. whoa. Because you would trust the cop, even though- More like, than I think that was the point. I would yeah. get arrested. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't, if I hack the ATM, arrest me. I don't care. But this guy's going to shoot me. Yeah. Help me. And then- Pro- Profiling, and the, the guy in the leather <laughs> with the shotgun. Right, you know? right. <laughs> and so finally, the T-800 tells John to get down, which it's instinctly, he gets down, because, you know, that's what he was trained to do. So, um, so- the T-800 shoots the T-1000, grabs John, kind of shields him from the T-1000's bullets, gets him out of the way. Ruins his jacket. Ruins his jacket. <laughs> He's only and, had it a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, ends up fighting the T-1000 face-to-face. They throw each other around the hallway. Shows how, like, solid they both yeah, are. how machine-like <laughs> they are. Cause, you know, they're, like, a couple hundred pounds. Uh, tons, I guess. But I like the way they fight, because it's... Awkward and mechanical and yeah. robotic. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. They're not doing jujitsu. It's not like no. it's not Matrix fighting. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not like not... punching each other in the gut or anything. No, they're just tossing no. around. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's very yeah. much just very like bulky, I can very... lift you, throw, throw you. you into something, yeah. or I can block mm-hmm. what you're well, doing. Exactly. Because you're not going to incapacitate him by punching him in the gut. There's exactly. nothing there. Right. What yeah. you're going to do is maybe rattle around some you know wires by knocking him against something hard. Mm-hmm. So I get it. And I'm assuming. We, th- we know that they both know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. they don't, like... They're scanning each other. Know. They know, yeah. They know, yeah. But we're assuming... Question for you, actually. Are they from the same time? Yep. 2029. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they would know each other. They would, yeah. 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 I just don't know when the T-1000 was actually built. Um, I assume he, they must have been, like, brand new before they destroyed Skynet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the T-800s, those are around for a while. Before they defeated Skynet. 2029 is in 10 years. It's yeah. not a real year. It's not a real year. <laughs> it's happening. That's it's not a real year. It's not a real year. Oh, I'm going to be uh, 40 years old. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in my mid-30s. Yeah. You're going to be 35. 35. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Right? Okay. We're five years apart. It's coming for you, too, <laughs> bitch. Time is coming. <laughs> I'm gonna have a mental breakdown next year when I'm 30, okay? So yep. I do not want to know. Fine. We're gonna get wasted. Whatever. Yes. We're gonna forget um, feelings. Jump off the boat. <laughs> Can we? Yeah. Let's find a boat to jump off of. We'll die. But yeah, let's do it. Not if the water's deep enough. I feel like none of you can swim that well. Hey! I live. I can swim. We'll see at the pool party. If there's a shark there, I'm out of there. <laughs> the pool party in two weeks is your test. <laughs> out of there in, tw- in one week. You're gonna... Nope, two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. You're gonna times the construct. You're gonna jump off of a raft, and we're gonna see how long you can paddle. Okay. <laughs> After three glasses of my sangria. Mm, um, yeah. And is this the first point we see that he's different than the first Terminator? You mean do, does the, he the, have the eight hundred? The do we see? He's the same. He's no, just... no, no. Do we see the like the holes in him, like the. Uh, Oh, in the in the one thousand. In the one thousand, that he has see, like the... the metal like giant ass holes. Yeah, when he starts shooting oh. him in the hallway. What do you mean that he's liquid? Because we don't know that. Oh. 
Because we don't yeah. know that he's like that he's liquid like metal. metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, this is so, so we're like, what is he? Yeah, you know? we, we know he's a new Terminator. Right. At that point. At this point. Right. We, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because right, right. I don't think, yeah. when, he, when he takes over the form of the cop, I don't think we, we don't actually see him. him morph into it. The no. camera just pans back yeah. to him and he's a cop. Right. So we don't see how he did that. We just right, right, he right. took his clothes. Yeah. Right. We don't yeah. know. So now in this hallway scene, we're seeing that he's liquid. Right. Yeah. Quote, yes. Unquote. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you're right. Okay. So, yeah. I thought you meant, was this 800 the same as the, the 8400? I'm like, no, because they no, destroyed that one. No, the two Terminators. I thought that's what you were asking, too. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, We were on a tangent. I was trying to bring us, bring us <laughs> back bring us around. Back. <laughs> okay. Around so, town? Yes. Bring it around so, town. The oh, team, fuck you. <laughs> so the T-1000 ends up throwing the T-800 out of a glass window, which is a mirror of getting thrown out of a glass window from the first movie, oh, which is kind of funny. Yeah, then the club, he gets pushed out the window. Ah, and, symbolism. And uh, actually the photographer who's like, you know, shot in shock taking photos of the of the guy um, was actually a cop in the first movie. They just reused him because he's... I feel like he's ahead of his time because like today people just have their cell phones and snap, 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 oh, snap, snap, which oh, is yeah. basically what he was doing. Video yeah. record. Video record, yes. <laughs> um... So meanwhile, John got out of there. He's running, getting to his little mini dirt bike. Little dirt bike. That could. And, um, he, as soon as he gets the start of the T-1000, has caught up with him, and they give chase. So, um, they kind of, John ends up kind of at this canal, um, where he kind of stops and, like, kind of looks around. Why are you stopping? <laughs> he stops. Make sure. all, him and then when him <laughs> and the, the e they stop and look back. Mm-hmm. Bitch. They're not being followed. No. <laughs> So, uh, we hear tires screeching, and then we see a big, giant truck come off of the bridge towards him. Down into the... Down into the canal. Mm-hmm. And it's a tank, apparently. <laughs> the way it was just <laughs> busting through cars, it might as well have been a fucking right? tank. Jesus. So, um, again, John's driving away, the tanker's behind him, and the T-800's behind on the motorcycle, trying to get to him. Uh, finally, uh, the T-800 finds an opening, is able to get to the canal grab John, and go, and the tanker ends up crashing. It's not even a tanker. It's like a it's truck. It's just a, like a yeah, it's just like a big, like um, a small semi-truck? Yeah, it's a semi. Yeah. It's but like, without the thing on the back. Yeah. It, yeah. It looked almost like a garbage truck. I don't know. Like, it was, a square in the front. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. whatever. It was more like a, I feel like a moving truck, or something Maybe. like that. It was a truck. It's a and then it truck. gets it gets exploded. It goes bye bye. And then they they drive away from fire because yes. any any large truck in a movie has to explode. Of yes. course, only real men walk away from explosions. Yes, yes. But they had to show how it, how it happened. I am disappointed though that that tire that bounced out of the explosion wasn't Was the one thousand. <laughs> it should have fucking been. It should have been like yeah, they should have your toes. Like it should have bounced out, and then you know the eight hundred and John drive away, and then all of a sudden the tire becomes <laughs> a man. Like that's what should have happened. Okay, I feel like he could be a mug. He could be a tire. Right? No, exactly. Yes. So sure, he, he wasn't had... a mug. <laughs> he could be a mug. He could be a mug. It wasn't a mug. Therefore, he could also it be a tire. Yeah, sure, the scene of him walking out of the fire was all, like, badass and shit, but how fucking great would it have been if he was a tire? <laughs> if we were directing this movie, it, he would have been the tire. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's yeah. be real. Um, so the, the truck explodes, um, and then as John and the T-800 drive away, we see the T-1000 walk out, and he's unhurt. Because he's liquid. Because he's liquid. He's mercury. He's mercury! Um, so, uh, John has a T-800 pullover. Because he's like, what the fuck? What's happening? Uh, he asks some questions, like, 
you're, are you a Terminator? Like, you know, like... <laughs> but, I, but I like that he's like, you're obviously not here to kill me. Right. Because you're protecting me. Right. So what the fuck is that going on? Exactly. Like, like, listen, my mom told me about you. Why are you helping me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, because, you know, the first one, the protector was a human, so mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. But future John knew better. He's like, I'm gonna send a machine back this time. You think he would have sent him back with a code? Like, be like, tell me... You know something, and I'll Where's know. Where's my birthmark? And I'll know something. that you're. You know, t- tell me what, the code word. What year that? did this happen? But I mean, John wasn't as jaded as his mother was, so like, his, sure. he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't born yet when the first Terminator came around, so it's not like he <laughs> actually knew. He just thought his mom was crazy. He right. didn't actually. Well, and I feel like you know, adults if, telling you your mom is crazy. You just uh, yeah, think you're, she's you're crazy. a kid. Like you're gonna believe the adult. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and like I feel like. With all the press going on with the, what happened in 84, because it was such a big deal, there would have been pictures of the T-800 that Sarah could said, look for this guy, you run away, you know? Yeah. Well, right. the cops bring pictures later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It so. was documented by yeah. somebody. Yeah. It's it's a public records request, and, you know, mm. they require that shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. It's public records, yes. so. <clears throat> Sunshine laws here in the state of Florida, you can request almost anything. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. And also, if you win the lottery, you have to tell people. I know. Yeah, that's in the so state dumb. Of Florida. I so fucking stupid. hate that. Because there are some states where you don't, you can be anonymous uh-huh. if you win the lottery, but in Florida, you can't. You can't. Yeah. You're not like you don't have that option. Mm-hmm. I have a coworker so. that complains about that every time. <laughs> no, no, you take your money and you go straight to the Bahamas. Yes. And find your island. <laughs> don't or people can stop being fucking weirdos and kill people for their lottery winnings. Yeah. So, John's questioning the Terminator. Like, okay, who sent you? The Terminator tells him he did. Um. In 35 years, he uh, reprograms this T-800 to be his protector in the present time. Um, so, that's a lot to take in, because, holy shit. He so takes it's it all real, well, though. Yeah. I think he kind of knew his mom was right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still your, still your mom. Like, well, it's the whole thing is where, like, you know, you, you want to hate her, but you can't. Yeah. You know, so. I think it's because, you know, you're scared. You, like, mm-hmm. no one wants to hear about the inner... Especially... With all the pressure that falls on him, because mm-hmm. he's a kid, and all of a sudden he's being told he's meant for greatness, and that's too much fucking pressure on a child. Mm-hmm. So I can see like why he wouldn't want to mm-hmm. deal with that. But yeah, so pretty much we know the T eight hundred is a good guy, reprogrammed to protect him in the past. So later on that night, John decides to warn his foster parents about the T one thousand. He gives he calls them. His foster mom answers. Um, he can immediately tell something is wrong because she's acting really nice, which kind of gives you an idea of how his foster parents really are towards him. Um, well, and also, like, how the T-1000 doesn't grasp... He, yeah, he doesn't understand... Human, the human... Yeah. yeah connections It's trying stuff. to be soothing and calming to get him to come to him, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know that they're actually... But humans horrible. suck. That's not exactly. how we are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that's kind of why probably being the cop was, like, the most perfect, mm-hmm. like, version of, mm-hmm. like, that he could get away with, because, I mean, they're they're supposed to be somewhat serious when they're doing right. stuff, so it's like, he didn't really need much emotion for that, mm-hmm. but if he's gonna mm-hmm. m- mimic someone else, you know, you need to have at least a, a little bit of personality, <laughs> yeah. So, um, the T-800 grabs the phone, and, um, he, 
mimics John's voice to kind of trick the T-1000, which is kind of funny. Um, so, you know, he's like, okay, so what's wrong with Wolfie? Which is not the dog's name. As Kelly was like, I kept, I kept, every time the T-1000, like even the very beginning when he meets the foster parents for the first time, Mm. the dog's barking. And I'm like, listen to the dog. The dog's dogs know everything. The dog knows. The dog knows. So, um, so, you know, trick question, the dog, we know what's wrong with Wolfie. The T-1000 doesn't know the dog's name, so it goes with it. Oh, but he's fine. And then the T-800 hangs up. So, without missing a beat, the T-800's like, oh, okay, your foster parents are dead. Mm-hmm. And then walks away. Yeah. And then also there's no caller ID or phone traces, apparently, at this time. Because we're in the 90s. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, so, uh, John questions the T-800 some more about what the T-1000 is. Um, it cannot mimic cigarettes. Or guns or explosives, because they have chemicals and moving parts. So only solid things, like knives. And mugs. And mugs. No mugs. If it can do a knife, it can do a mug. It can do a That's mug. That's what I'm saying. No mugs. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge, dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> it can also be a dodgeball. <laughs> just throw it to a thousand your oh face. Oh my god, could you imagine? Because then it would just be super heavy. <laughs> well, no, it would just, just face hug her to your face. Yeah. Ball! <laughs> the T-1000 is also a face hugger. Mm. That's an alien connection. <laughs> Why not? Oh, that'd be creepy. Uh, yeah, it'd be more like goopy. <gasps> he should have so, just like suffocated that guy in the floor. Yeah, that no, been exactly. Awesome. Oh. Nope, back what? later. Go on. Nope, nope. Now I'm having you nightmares. Are creepy. We're good. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Now we're a horror. Movie. Let's make it a real horror movie. <laughs> oh shit! You thought the first Terminator was a horror movie? Yeah. Get ready for T two, bitches. Yeah. 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 T C R version. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. The, T- the T-1000 can mimic anything it touches. Um, so we know, without information that the audience knows, we go back to Pescadero and police are investigating, or in- I guess interrogating Sarah uh, about who this guy is because he was in 1984, he shot up police officers, now he's back. What the hell? Like, well, this know- picture's from the mall? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. it wasn't from the guy with the camera. No, the, the guy, first okay. pictures. But the first ones were from 84, like, I guess, like, a No, no, no. Camera. But the new pictures, that yeah. was from the mall. Yeah. I think they're okay. from the It's the guy- security they're- camera. No, no, no. They're from the guy who was taking po- photos. photos, like, in shock. After I mean, he got thrown out the window. because it looked like An the photos from the, um... From the hallway, because I think yeah, the guy was yeah. down, so it I think like it was the, from a security camera. It looked like no, the I think Kelly's right. It looked like a, it looked like a, a close capture okay. on his face. So yeah. I think it was just that they think, developed his film. Yeah, I think yeah. they were getting like it might have been both to too, remember. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard to see, anyways. Yeah, well, I, I but think, it did look like the hallway. Yeah, yeah. I think they were yeah. like just maybe, but the the ones from the hallway could have been the ones from the eighty four. So it's like I think so. It was you. You were getting mixed up with like the mm-hmm. when the pictures were taken because it looks sure. the same. Well, the, so the quality like, of the pictures were a little different. Yeah, so you could yeah. kind of see like you know it had been ten years. The so. new ones were more sepia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sepia, they were. sepia. So um, the police know that Sarah was involved with this one guy in '84 because you know he was after her. So they're trying to get her to talk like okay so who is this guy what's he doing and you know that in you know they tell her that john's missing too so sarah isn't giving anything complete wall like no but you and i like to think my head cannon internally she's like shit you yep, know i gotta get back. out now because he's back he's gonna find me at any moment now and my son is missing what the fuck mm-hmm. right so she knows she has to get out so she's a baby club and no one knows and it's mm-hmm. great remind me of supernatural <laughs> Oh, yeah, I gotta start carrying paper clips around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, uh, John comes to terms with his mom, and, you know, he believes her now. Everything was right that she was telling him. Uh, he feels kind of guilty about it, because, you know, again, when adults tell you one thing, you believe them, but when they tell you another thing, you still believe them because you're a kid. Mm-hmm. So, he kind of, and before that, he kind of explains to the Terminator how, you know, how he grew up, like, you know, oh, yeah, she would, like, hang out with all these guys who would teach me how to, like, do this, or, uh... She'd shack up with guys. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. just, just to get their skills. Just yeah. to get skills to teach him to be this military leader. So, um... He decides to, okay, we have to get mom out of there. We have to get her out of the hospital because she was right. Um, let's go. The T-800 says, no, it's not a good idea because the T-1000 will be there to try to get you back. And um, he's like, okay, so what happens to mom then? And he's like, oh, well, she'll get terminated. He's like, okay, no, we're not doing that. We're going to get her out. <laughs> so the T-800 um, doesn't let him go. He's like, no, we're, we can't. It's not a good idea. So that's not a mission objective. Yeah. Um, so which parallels Sarah because she's all about the mission objective until she realizes she's not. Mm-hmm. Until she realizes she still has feelings, she's still a human, she's not a tormentor. So mm-hmm. I, I like their they're which both later on. Yeah, no no, but they're both <laughs> like they're paralleling both each other. Yeah. 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 So he's becoming more human. And so is and she. So is she. Yeah. And yes. I mean, if you're stuck in a hospital with being told you're a liar and you're mm-hmm. the only sane person in there, like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can see well, why Well, even before would... that, I think she was detached and emotionally stunted even before she was admitted. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. Well, she went through a trauma and then was left alone. Yeah, with the she trauma. had, yeah, she had it's no like, one inter- anymore. And to raise her, a child. Right. Yeah, like, right. Kyle's gone, her parents are dead. PTSD like, state. Oh, yeah, no sure. One. So... You learn to get detached. And mm-hmm. Especially if you're, like, running around with kind of, like, shady characters. Mm-hmm. You kind of, mm, yeah. kind of adapt to how they how and, their lifestyle is. And from John's perception, she didn't form emotional bonds with anybody. She was just using them. Mm-hmm. So, to, get, yeah. but to make him sure, right, yeah. Right. So, to prepare him. Right. So, she didn't really... Character development! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Well, even at 29, you can have character <laughs> development. <laughs> You can change. <laughs> so the T-800 grabs John. John tells him to let him go, and he does. Um, John realizes that, oh, you have to do what I say. Mm-hmm. Cool. So he gets his own Terminator, and he abuses it immediately. That's well, not how you yeah. use a Terminator, John. Well, he was, like, fighting him, and some two random dudes come over to help him. Uh-huh. Which he... is super nice of them. <laughs> yeah. And he almost gets them, like, killed. Yeah. He's Just like, by being a shithead. I know. Yeah. So, uh, after the T-800 almost shoots one of the guys, John's like, no, bad idea! Like, so, uh, he tells the two guys to get out, and he tells the T-800, you're gonna kill that guy? He's like, well, duh, I'm a Terminator. He's like, you can't kill people, that's not good. So, the T-800 doesn't understand, it's a machine, it's like, why? So... But he has to do what John says. Exactly. And John's like, no more killing. Exactly. (laughs) So, which is actually kind of cute when he makes me swear to do it. Yeah. I was, I was like, pinky promise? Pinky promise. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't kill the people. Um, so Sarah's back in her room, um, getting restrained back into her bed, and with creepy creeper... Uh, orderly man. <laughs> licks her, face. Licks her fucking licks her face. face. It's okay, she's gonna get him back. <sighs> so, um, after he leaves, uh, she breaks out, she has the paper clip, she's unlocking the restraints, which Linda Hamilton did all by herself, that's, which is awesome. That's so cool. She taught, yeah. she was taught how to pick locks and everything, and she did it, she didn't have any help, it was great. Goals, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, 
Uh, meanwhile, the T-1000 shows up, and he goes to the front desk, like, hey, Sarah, Sarah, Connor here. And meanwhile, the actual police are coming out, mm. and he, the T-1000 doesn't want to be seen by them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, shit, okay. So he kind of disappears, and the lady's like, okay. So meanwhile, we all leave, the security guard locks him out, he walks back to the coffee machine, and the T-1000 appears from the floor. Even though he didn't touch anybody. He touched his shoe. You can see his, his footprint... On the floor. He can he be the floor, from. Kelly. He can be the floor. Can he be he a cup? He cannot be a cup. <laughs> he means he can be a cup. Yeah, nope. Because that, that, cl- that floor ain't made out of metal. <laughs> Probably linoleum. Yeah. Nope. Or You're ceramic. Wrong. So he kills the security guard. And um, if you notice that after he stowed the security guard away. Like he, Hitman? I guess. I've never a that game. You should play Hitman. It's great. <laughs> It's a sneaky game. I hate sneaky games. I love sneaky games. Yes. I can't sneaky I, games. I'm too, sneaky too Spider-Man all the way. Oh, I'm yes. like, stealth, stealth, stealth. stealth, 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 stealth. Too, too stressful. Too stealth stressful. bonus. <laughs> yes. Um, so as the T-1000 hides the guard, if you notice, he'll take the gun because he can't form into a gun. So he takes it and... Oh, God. How are we going to play Wolfenstein together? I am super stealthy. I'm You're not, just going to go on guns blazing. I'm too stre- I can't. It's too anxiety-ridden. I cannot uh, be sneaky. It's, oh, it's too sneaky. stressful. See, and you're going to stress me out going in all guns blazing. This is not going to be a good part. It's too stressful. <laughs> let me be a sniper or let me just go in with all the guns and I'll be good. Uh-huh. Sniper is basically sneaky. But I'm away and hidden and I can still scoop people out. So okay, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, they're creepy. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so, um... John and the T-800 arrive at the hospital, and he, John promised, like, makes the T-800 swear not to kill anyone, so. He Plus just hard. He just starts capping people in the it. knee. He just shoots people in the knees instead. <laughs> the entire movie. That's like, great. All of these cops are going to go on workman's comp, and they all have the <laughs> same injury. <laughs> They've all been shot in the knee. It's actually in the book I'm reading. Um, they, and actually a line where, like, oh yeah, like, you know, Oh, it was when, uh, there's a character called Dieter, and he is basically the model for the 101, so it's him. And, uh, he's reading the reports about it, because he happens to move in next to Sarah and John at their little farmhouse thing. So, like, um, he's reading the reports, he's like, so all these guys got shot in the leg, even I couldn't do that without nicking a vein or something. Like, this guy's gotta be good. So it was just funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone got shot in the leg. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll go back to that book. I'm so excited. Okay. Mm -hmm. The creeper night orderly guy comes back down the hallway, and he notices his supply closet open, so he checks it out. He sees that half of a mop handle is broken off, but he doesn't care. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. So Sarah sneaks up behind him and whacks him in the face with it. Yeah, she perfect. does. If you see that arc of blood leave his nose, it was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. So uh, he gets beat the fuck up, because he deserves it. Uh, she hides him in her room, takes his keys, and runs down the hallway. Dr. Silverman is talking to another guy, um, discussing something... Sarah sneaks up on them, uh, takes out the guy and breaks Silverman's arm and takes him hostage. They go to a security checkpoint and demands to be let through. And they, you know, she she's in control of the situation, so, yes. You skipped the part. No, I, yeah, I, I switched it. Oh, okay. So, I switched it, yeah. Because okay. I, I said that John and the team hadn't show up, but I think they showed up before, though. Okay. So, it's fine. Yeah. I, I know you did that in the past, so I just wanted yeah, to make sure that you knew Yeah, because I, I think I switched she it. She has a needle of bleach in his neck, or 
cleaner or something. It's liquid, yeah. uh, liquid root or whatever it was And called. it's just, like, walking through the halls with this needle jammed in his neck. And you, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just like, there's gotta be some, like... In him? Like, seeping into him from the needle. Like, yeah. you don't have to, like, push down, but it's, well, like, on I the... I feel ne- like she's probably, without even realizing it, like, pushing yeah. some slowly. Yeah. Out of pressure. He's dying already. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, not that's that I fine. care, just, like, that has to be happening. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. That's what I think, like, the whole time. I'm like, mm. I'm just more concerned with the needle in his neck. Mm-mm. So I'm shocked she didn't break it off in his neck. Not just, well, well, when when she, when the other guy sneaks up on her and, like, she moves her arm away from the needle, I'm like, did the needle get out of his neck, too? I feel yeah, like it would have scratched his neck. Or, yeah. Ugh, yeah. I thought they were stuck in his neck, yeah, but so. that's just me. Anyway, so uh, she's in control of the situation. She... Makes him, op- makes him open the door, she goes through with Silverman, and then she gets to the other side, and then the another guy sneaks up on her, tries to take her down, she pushes him away, and she flees. But now, she's got the keys now. But she's got the keys now. Right. So she can still get out, and the alarms are blazing. Uh, it, I love that she locks all the doors behind mm-hmm. her. So smart. Yeah, yeah. And breaks the key off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no one fucking does that. Uh-huh. Like, no one even shuts the doors behind them. So the right. fact that she locks them, mm-hmm. like, thank you. It takes them more time. It slows them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the alarms go off and the 2-1000 is alerted. I'm like, okay, so let me go towards the commotion. He's a very slow terminator because he doesn't show up until, like, later. Well, it's he, deliberate. <laughs> well, he does the whole Michael Myers thing, where he just walks at a glacial pace, and all of a sudden he's behind you. It's dramatic, okay? True. It's her effect. So, um, like we were saying, so Sarah runs through the doors. Uh, the first door, she locks it. The second door is, like, the steel barred door. Mm-hmm. Locks it, breaks off the key, runs to the elevator, which, again, I don't know why there are any stairs, unless maybe the stairways are locked, and she already threw the keys away, so she decided to the elevator. So I didn't get that, but, um... Anyways, the, the safety in a building there has to be stairs. Yeah, there also might be in a different down. area too. That's true. They might have just been. I mean, usually, usually the stairs are next to the elevator, yeah. but maybe in this case they were just in a separate area. Actually, at the Hilton that we stayed in for MegaCon, the stairs were nowhere near the elevator. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had no I mean, idea where they, they were. They were they were by our rooms. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had they, no were, idea. they were like right there on the other oh, side of our rooms. I had no idea. Was yeah. the stairwell? So yeah, it. it's possible that they could have just so been like in a different yeah. hallway. Yeah, so yeah. They were probably there, but she wasn't running towards them. Yeah. So she ends up at the elevator. Um, the elevator's open, and the T hundred appears. Uh, she freaks out because oh, it's he found her already. It's the same one from 1984. Mm-hmm. It's gonna kill me. So she runs the other way towards where the orderlies are. Um. As the as they tackle her, they get her down, try to restrain her. Um, she's telling them, "Oh, they're, he's gonna kill us all! Like you don't see him, like he's coming towards us." You know. Right. Um, finally. <laughs> well, I wonder if a part of her thinks that she's just hallucinating again. She yeah. was hyped up on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like they over they fucking overdosed her. Like they. Well, the last time she saw yeah. this thing, he was trying to kill her. Exactly. So yeah. she's like, "What flight or flight?" Yeah. yeah like and also, she didn't see John at that point too. Exactly. Yeah. It was literally yeah. just the Terminator. Yeah. She's like, "Fuck, he's gonna yeah. he's here to kill me again." Exactly. Um. So finally, the T eight hundred shows up. Like he gets close to her. Get takes out all the guards. Um. Come with me if you want to live. Yes. Which I don't know why he knew to say that because that's what Kyle said. John so, told him to say it. Yes, that's what I think too. That's he gave why her to trust the Terminator. Yes, so that's exactly right. That's, that's exactly what, I think, what I think. So I think that's why he said that. Um, so which, John, which then from then on becomes like an iconic line, like in the entire fucking <sighs> franchise. Yes. Um, and just in life in general. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so finally, you know, John catches up with her, and uh, he's like, "It's okay. He's here to help us. It's fine." Um, here's a hug. Huh? Here's a hug, mom. <laughs> no, I don't think he hugs her. He's just he totally talking. hugs her when she's on the ground. He's like, he just yeah. he like grabs her shoulders, like, "Listen, you know, I'm here. You said help." That kind of thing. There was a hug in my mind. There was not a hug. <laughs> Remember, they're both emotionally stunted. They're both <laughs> yes. Um, so finally, the T one thousand arrives at the end of the hallway, goes through the barred doors, which is kind of cool. Phases through them. Phases through them. Yes. So great. And the doctor's like, I have to reevaluate my entire life. The doctor's <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> And it wasn't even, like, cheesy effects, either. It looked really that was good. That cool. was great, yeah. That was cool. He can, he can be bars. No, he can't. He went through them. <laughs> Why couldn't he be them? He could be a floor. He, he He's the them. absence he of bars. <laughs> Why, couldn't be, Why couldn't he be bars? He can't be bars. Just all of a sudden... That's he no. can be the floor. He could be bars. Nope. Absolutely yes! Not. Nope. Yes! Absolutely not. You're it could be a door. Because <laughs> could you imagine them just, like, running up to a thing and, like, stopping because there's bars there, and then it's a person. Yes. A person. A child. A child. A child. What's the person a rapist? A child. A child. No. A child. <laughs> so, um, the three run away towards the elevators. Um, the T-100 ends up shooting the T-1000 in the head, which, you know, splits it open, which is actually a practical effect, which is cool. Cool. They actually made models like that. Um, oh, and, it, and it says, effect. um, Heather's favorite sound of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the whole thing though, it sounds and looks like the thing. Yeah. Like whenever it's being like flailing and torn apart and screaming, yes. it, it totally it reminds re- me of that. It reminds me of one of the um, villains in Teen Titans, like the um, the, the big, moth one, the big red goopy guy. Yeah, when, oh. when he gets shot, he makes that same noise. Okay. Yeah, but it's probably like you know modeled after you know like okay. the thing and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like. <laughs> I like pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Baby dinosaurs. Yes, yes. Push, push. Come up, little one. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's watch Jurassic Park. Uh. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, they finally get to the garage. T one thousand still following them. Uh, they end up stealing a cop car and they drive away. Um, the T one thousand manages to hang on to the cop car after they go through the gate. John almost gets, like, slashed to death, which is not good. And then the T-800 finally gets a shotgun, gets out the window, and shoots it off the car. There's a little piece of a T-1000 thing hanging on the car, so John flings it away. And, um... He should have flung it, like, into the bushes, so it would have taken longer to, like, regroup. <laughs> to come back? Yeah. <laughs> and then he would have had one arm shorter than the other. Oh my god. <laughs> Walk the limp. Yes. <laughs> so, um... The T-1000 gets left behind. It can't catch up. So, immediately, Sarah asks if he's okay. He says he's fine. And then she doesn't believe him, so she checks him anyways and then berates him. Well, the fun thing is is that so he thinks she's going in for a hug. Yeah. And she's not. Yeah. yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> Which it was, yeah. I, I didn't catch it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh. Yeah, because she's like, come here. And it's like, oh, we're going to hug. And it's like, no. And she's immediately just like, she's no, she's like, for are you dead? Yeah. And yeah. he has that moment of like, oh, you she's can see him not smile. giving me a hug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, oh, you're just checking me over. And he's like, I said I'm fine. Leave mm-hmm. me alone, you know? Then he starts crying. Because so it's sad. Well, she yells at him because he wanted to help her, and she he thought she would like that, you know, because, hey, Mom, I haven't seen you in so long. And it it saved had, your life. Saved your life, yeah. And he, she said, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're too important. You're I mean, too important. She's not wrong. She's ten. He, like, he's he, ten. He's ten. So, yeah. 
And, like, he had a Terminator with him. It's not like he was unprotected. Mm -hmm. So, like, he had backup. Yeah. So, anyway. So, he starts crying. The T-100's like, oh, what are you, what's wrong with your eyes? And John embarrassedly is like, nothing. He doesn't want to talk about Boys, it. Boys, don't just cry. Just in my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how much this kid cries. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's like, yes, Sweet that is boy. how humans react to things. Mm-hmm. And that's like yeah. the whole subplot between him and the Terminator. And I really enjoy that. It's yeah. how, it's how he learns how to be human. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sarah, like, you know, what's your story to the T-800? Like, what's to know, like, why the hell are you helping me now? Mm-hmm. And then back at the hospital, the T-1000 meets a cop on a motorbike, and he steals it. Nice oh. bike. Yeah. Nice bike. Um, so they find... This fucking goober <laughs> on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Hey. Like your bike. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they find an abandoned gas station and stay there overnight. Is it abandoned, or is it just closed? I think it's closed. It looks abandoned, like but I think night. it's just closed. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just closed. Apparently, well, they, though... Don't they get, like, the hot dogs there or whatever? Or the food? No. Burgers? That one. No. Oh, that's the next Different day. one? Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, I think that's the same gas station from the first movie. I think I read Ooh, somewhere. Yeah, at the end of the first that movie. That she goes to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same one. That's what I read, but I I couldn't tell. Don't believe what I read on the internet, I guess. I sure. Don't know. Believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> sure. So, um... They're patching each other up. Sarah has a big slash on her back from getting slashed by the T-1000, so the t 800 sewing her back up. Um, so they kind of talk about, oh, do you, like, John's like, do you know what you're doing? Like, what do you, like, you're just, just stitching my mom up like it's nothing. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't think that's how you're supposed to do stitches, but, like, it's fine. He's he's a robot. Like, he, he's been programmed to do stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> so he has, he has detailed files, so. On human anatomy? On human anatomy. And so, um, then Sarah's taking the bullets out of the, the T-800 and asks if the bullet wounds would heal up. And he's like, yes, well, good, because, you know, you can't pass for a human. You're going to be useless to us. Like, right. You know, you have to blend in. The Terminator kind of explains... Oh, no, John asks if he can learn things that he hasn't been programmed with. John wants a friend. Exactly. John, John needs yeah. friends. John wants a friend. Yeah. So he's trying to ask him, like, can you be more like me? Right. Like, is there a way for you to be more human so we can interact better so I can finally have a friend? Right. That's exactly. what John wants. Exactly. Um, so the Terminator explains, oh, yeah, you know, Skynet sets our chip to read only, and he doesn't want to learn things. He doesn't want too much thinking. So John's like, oh, can we reset the switch? And they do. So, um, the Terminator explains to them how to get the chip out. So they do. Sarah wants to destroy it. John says no. Like, you know, he's the only proof we have of the future. Yeah. Uh, he's, he can protect us. He's his friend. Also, I need a friend. I need a friend. Well, I mean, because it's, because that was, like, Sarah's main problem, is that she didn't have proof in what she was, you know, Mm -hmm blathering on about, which mm-hmm. is why she was committed. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not wrong. He's mm-hmm. like, here, you can continue to talk crazy, but now you have proof to back it up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, um, against Sarah's better judgment, she, John convinces her, because, like, listen, if you, I'm gonna be a leader, how are people gonna listen to me if my own mother doesn't? Mm-hmm. So, she's which like, they fine. Do, they do use him as proof leader, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. It so. does work out. That was right, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they reset the switch so the Terminator can learn things now, and um, and that's it. So Sarah doesn't trust it at all. So she stays up all night looking over John, looking at the Terminator as he just stands there at the window just watching. 
and it's the next day. So nothing happened. Um, they steal a car. Um, John ends up pulling back the visor to get the keys, and he's like, hey, are we learning yet? And the Terminator just drives away, because he hot-wired it, and he didn't know. Busted into the whole yeah. thing. <clears throat> yeah, the car was probably open if the keys were in the visor, so he didn't have to well, bust he, the window. He, he did. He broke the window. That's what I'm saying. He probably didn't need oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he does that a lot. lot. Yeah. He's always busting out windows. Breaking Both windows. of them. When there's a yeah. door right to the back. Right next to them. Jesus Christ. He's a blunt instrument, okay. Is he a tank? Yes. He's a tank. He is a tank. So, um... The Terminator has the car. He's like, okay, we have to get out of the city immediately. Sarah's like, just go south. And they, so to Mexico. Yeah, exactly. That's where they're going. Mm-hmm. So they go south. So they end up at a rest stop, and uh, they get food. Meanwhile, John's explaining to the Terminator, it's, you need to lighten up. You know, you need to be he's more human. teaching you to be human. Exactly. Yeah. So he teaches them how to smile, which is either the funniest and creepiest thing in the world. Creepy. <laughs> I'm going to go with creepy. So he... And even John's like, okay, maybe you should practice some more about that. So, well, I like that the way he learns how to smile is that he like scans this dude and like <laughs> figures out the way his jaw looks, and yeah, that's how he's like, gonna smile. The mu- yeah. muscles he has to use, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So, like that's how he learns to smile, yeah, <laughs> by scanning it. He's not happy or anything. He just no. like scans this dude's face. So, um, Sarah asks the T eight hundred. She needs to know how Skynet gets built. Like, you know, who's responsible for it. So the T-800 explains that Miles Dyson's responsible. Not the vacuum. Not the vacuum. The vacuum guy? <laughs> okay. So the T-800 explains that Miles Dyson is responsible for Skynet. And he kind of explains how Skynet starts. So, um, you know, like in a few years from now, um, they give Skynet, like, full ability to take over the computers and the, the government funds it yeah well exactly. cause they don't have they don't have to hire a person mm-hmm. that to pay mm-hmm. and to then put in harm's mm-hmm. way to go you know fight things so or to make the hard decisions mm-hmm. and so human uh, arrow to absolute zero exactly um so uh pretty much it's like okay so skynet starts off with wanting to um attack russia because they have i guess the more missiles than we do, or they would retaliate more and eliminate us. Mm. So, eh, sure, politics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we learned that Skynet get becomes self-aware um, August 29th, nineteen ninety-seven. So, we which know, is basically like it's like three years from now. Quick, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like very quick, mm-hmm. right? It's but like when quick. they launch it to like yeah. when it becomes self-aware is like almost what like. It's a week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a few days. They said that it yeah. launched, like, what, August 9th, and then became self-aware on, like, the 20th? Like, or it's, like, it's, like, two yeah. weeks or something yeah. August like that. August 4th. So it learned exponentially, and then was yeah. just, like, once they tried to pull the plug on it, yeah. it retaliated. Mm-hmm. But it didn't fire on us. It fired on another country, and then that country to fired on us. To make us look like we did it. Yeah. Because yeah. it knew that country would just fire on us without question. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they are basically just trying to start a war. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which was smart of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we cut to um, a beach house, uh, or a house on a beach, like a mansion. So it's the Dyson family. Um, Miles is working away on the, on the processor, the Neuronet processor. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can tell he's working. It's Sunday, you know, usually, you know, it's family time, but he doesn't want to be with his family. He wants to work on the machine because, you know, he's on a roll. And finally... Um, his wife convinces him, you know, just go hang out with your kids, you know. This thing, it's your life, sure, but it doesn't love you like we do. It's mm-hmm. just a machine, like, you know, kind of 
get out of it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it's a good scene to show that he's a family man, you know. Right. Well, he, and it's also more paralleling with the whole it's just it's it's just a machine. Mm-hmm. Like you know what you're doing with it's not important. Mm-hmm. You know, which mm-hmm. is the big thing is this is important or human connection, right? Mm-hmm. So it just kind of drives that point in mm-hmm. as like Alicia was saying, with the 800 and Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of another faucet of seeing that human interaction mm-hmm. that, you know, work's not important. The mission isn't important. Right. You know, right. spending time with your loved ones is what's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, we're back in the desert and the car is driving down some dirt road and we see an abandoned camp with, like, broken down cars, trucks, helicopter. Um, Sarah tells him to wait in the car because... She, it's a shady place as far as we know. Sure. So she calls out in Spanish for um, Enrique, and um, nothing's happening. It's just the wind blowing. It's just this, like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, he jumps out, aiming a shotgun at her. She has the gun on him, and they kind of just stare each other down. Mm-hmm. And finally, um, he, Enrique realizes that it's Sarah. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so... Uh, we can assume after the events of the first movie that Sarah made friends with them. Like, they must have taken her in, like, when, you know, before mm-hmm. John was born or everything. And Well, they knew they, John. They knew, they knew John, him. yeah. So I, w- I guess, like, they kind of, like, grew up with together, like, where he grew up with them. So they're pretty much family, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, so we realize they're allies, and they have supplies and stuff that they can use, like a car, weapons, food, whatever, right. to mm-hmm. get basically what they need to kind of do the mission. Sarah sends John and the T-800 on the weapons detail, or I guess Uncle Bob now is what he's called. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's a hidden underground cache. Is it a cache or a cache? Cache. Cache. Okay, good. Bunker. Um, huh? Bunker. <laughs> Bunker. Um, so pretty much it's an underground cachet with full of weapons. Cash. Cash. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I said the opposite thing. Cash. Because well, you said bunker and I kept thinking bunker. So I was like, cachet. Cash. <laughs> it's an underground compartment that has a bunch of weapons in it. That have sand in them. Lots of sand. clean those. Oh, she's a good yeah. thing she did. They're gonna jam. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna start over that. Okay. No, we're fine. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah, sure. We're human. We make go, mistakes. Go. No. Or are we dancers? Mm-hmm. Or are we banjos? <laughs> or are we banjos? <laughs> so uh, they go on weapons to tail, which is a hidden underground cache. And as they uncover all the weapons, the T hundred finds a grenade launcher. Uh, Enrique is fixing up an old Bronco for the for three of them to use, but explains the engine doesn't work. So Sarah's like, "It's fine. We could fix it before we go across the border because she's waiting till nightfall." Um, back in the cache, John is talking about his childhood. Uh, you know, running around in helicopters, blowing shit up. Um, wow. <laughs> John needs someone to talk to. Okay. He probably grew up with a whole bunch of adults and yeah. no kids. So. Sorry, diaries are only meant for girls. <laughs> uh huh. And so he uh, was kind of like, yeah. So get a I password to- journal. Oh my god, I freaking had one of those. I had one of those too. Could you imagine with all of the whole like being scared of technology bullshit? If John Connor had a password <laughs> journal, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Headcan yeah. accepted. <laughs> and then I didn't. Re- then I realized I don't like writing in diaries. But so. then, but then yeah. the password yeah. journal is just the T one thousand. Can it be a diary? Yes, it can be a diary. I'll allow it for funny purposes. Okay, okay. For amusing what? purposes. What? A cup isn't a funny term. <laughs> a cup is stupid. <laughs> Tell me all your secrets. I Wait, know. No, 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 no. And then you pour hot coffee and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
cannon. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how you destroy. I know, I'm just trying to think, well, what would the password be that he would use? What John would use? Yeah. What, not come with me if you want to live? Is that too long? That's too long. War Machine rocks exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> now, what do you say about dickwad? Dipshit? Dip, dip dickwad. 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 It's just dickwad. He's a yeah, boy. He's a boy. Why are you being such a geek? Yeah. <sighs> okay. What was I? <clears throat> Back in the cachet. Oh, yeah. Back in the cachet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, John's explaining his childhood. Um, and then he says, okay, so then I'll spend a regular school, which is kind of dumb. So it kind of makes you realize he had a big culture shock moment because kids that grew up at his age were completely raised differently than he was. Mm-hmm. So he, him having to like kind of assimilate and get used to like, you know, because he makes fun of like Nintendo and everything. Like, that's stupid. I you know, learn how to field ship an M16 or whatever before I can walk. You know? Mm-hmm. So like the T-800 is like listening, you know, just, just taking weapons and setting them up to for cleaning, because they clean the weapons, Alicia. And um, why? Because there's sand all up in them. Because there's sand. I hate sand. It's coarse. What kind of sand is it? it? Gets <laughs> and it gets everywhere. Of course. It's coarse. I don't know if it's graded, but coarse. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- I just rewatched the first episode. Of Archer. Yay! We're mixing Archer and Anakin Skywalker jokes, <laughs> as we do. Um, eventually John asks the T-800 if it's afraid of dying, which I kind of like that. It's kind of like a childish thing to ask, Mm -hmm. because, you know... Because he's afraid of dying. Yeah, like, you know, it's like, because humans die all the time. But as he's reiterated before, he's a machine. Yeah, like, he doesn't, he's not afraid, like, Uncle Bob's like, okay, so I'm not afraid of dying. I don't understand the concept of dying. I just have to work until my mission's complete. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. So, um... Hmm? No, I was gonna say, um, but I guess we didn't see like a whole whole lot of it. But I feel like John is more afraid of not living up to his potential than he is oh, over yeah. dying. For well, sure, because he's always yeah. talking about it. He's like, oh, I'm people gonna, are always I'm telling to him be... about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's got For like sure. a complex at this so point. Because yeah. like, because I, I, I thought the the death question was kind of weird. Like, it was there, it was whatever. But I, I never felt like he was afraid of dying. John mm-hmm. Connor to me never feels like a, a yeah. kid or a man who's afraid of dying. Yeah. I just feel like he's gonna he's going to fail. That's his fear. Yeah. Not I, that yeah, he's gonna yeah. die. I think during the time he was separated from his mom, he might have felt a little relieved because sure. she was drumming him up to be the saver oh, of yeah. humanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, he just got to be a kid. Yeah. And, and I feel yeah. I feel like that's kinda why he was quick to believe, mm-hmm. you know, that why she was crazy. Because he didn't want that because, responsibility. I mean, who sure. does? Yeah. You know, like, from a from a young kid who wants to be told that they're going to be, like, the savior of the universe. Mm-hmm. Sure. Don't do that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, being told you're one thing, and all of a sudden being told you're not, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay. Well, I feel like all that's really addressed well in the show, in the Sarah Connor Chronicles mm-hmm. TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, their relationship is, like, way more flushed out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's they, why they have time. Yeah, that's right. why I like the books that I'm reading, because, like, well, I'll get back to it because uh, it's you know it's after after the events of T two, so you know there it's like six years have passed at the time of the series, and uh, Sarah and John are able to have that mother son relationship. So you know, like she cares about him, and you know mm-hmm. he's you know doing his thing, like 
kind of living a normal life as far as he can. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but he, there are still times in the, in the book, though, where he's kind of like, oh, just to think, like, I was med- made for greatness, and now there's nothing to be great for. What do I do with my life? You right. Know? He, like, he can't go back to the States because he's still, you know... A fugitive. A fugitive, so it's like, well, what do I do? Anyway, so yeah. Um, so the T-800 and John are fixing a truck, um, and so... John, John kind of brings up his father. He's like, you know, I wish I could have met him. And the T-800's like, yeah, you will. And he's like, oh, yeah, when I'm, like, 35. So, like, it's a long time. Like, you know. And I'm going to send him to his death. Exactly. Like, and, like, he knows that. Yeah. And he knows he's going to send him to his death because he has to know who to send back. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and he kind of, like, looks at Sarah, like, because Sarah's, like, across, like, the way, just fixing, cleaning the guns, fixing them. They're awesome ready. ass sunglasses. I love those sunglasses Steampunk so sunglasses? Much. Yes. Which, Kelly has cosplayed that outfit before. I have, and I love it. I want to do it again. You should. It was it awesome. I will. Um, so, John gets kind of sad. Like, not sad, but he kind of gets kind of... Melancholic. Just, yeah, because, you know, like, he feels bad for his mom, because, you know, they're only together for the one night... And then, like, she still thinks about him, you know, she still has feelings for him, Mm because, you know, like, she'll be crying, and he'll catch her, and she's like, oh, it's nothing, like, she'll just brush it off, so, like, it's a very, it's a very emotional scene, like, I guess sympathetic scene. Mm Um. Well, John's very sympathetic through the whole thing. Yeah. Like, you really relate to him the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, um. Yeah, so, and then, and then you know, the T-800 is like, why do you cry? Because he doesn't understand. He still doesn't get it. He still doesn't get it. So, but he's asking questions, so mm-hmm. he's still learning. Right. Mm-hmm. So, John kind of explains it, but he still doesn't understand. So, it's like, we'll get back to that later. Did we talk about how he, they reprogrammed him? Yeah, yeah. we did. Okay. Yeah, well, they, they slipped his switch. so far away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of talking, I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, they, the T-800 fixed the car. So John is like, oh, yeah, cool, so high five. So they have a cute little moment where he's teaching them how to high five and everything. And Sarah's like, yeah, your father figure. And then Sarah's like, you and know, then- the craziest thing ever, like, you know, other than the, of all the guys that went through her life, like, they, you know, didn't really treat John as a child, I guess, or I don't know. But, like, the T-800 is, like, always there and always willing to listen and, And is mostly know. bulletproof. Yeah, exactly. And he yeah. won't die, so... Yeah, she just bestows all this um, heavy pressure on uh, on Arnold. Now, now he's his father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the entire thing was like, damn. Well, the the whole thing was like, it's just funny how you know a human could do all this stuff to like a like a kid, like you know, like they'll yell at him, hit him, whatever. But a T hundred, like a machine, is more humane, humane, humane towards you know people mm. than humans are. I, I kind of feel like, they didn't really say it, but I feel like she was also guilty for having been caught in the first place and separated from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the system, and she's like... She didn't get to protect him. There no, was no one there, couldn't. too. And yeah. no one uh, is going to get in the way of the Terminator. So right. I, I feel like she thought, okay, he's got this now. He mm-hmm. doesn't need me anymore, mm-hmm. which then leads into what she ends up doing later, right. where she goes after Dyson suicide herself. Mm-hmm. Base Kind of a suicide mission. Yeah. Because she doesn't matter. And like, like, yeah, he thinks exactly. she doesn't matter. Well, she thinks only John matters. And that's yeah. Sarah's whole mentality in raising him, yeah. which is why I had said she doesn't, she doesn't love him, because mm-hmm. her entire mentality is just to get him to where he needs to be. She's not important. Right. Well, I think this, this scene and then what she ends up doing proves that she does, because she's willing to sacrifice herself so that he can live in any way possible, mm-hmm. and she thinks he matters the most, and I think he matters to her as her son, not just as 
the leader of mm-hmm. fucking humanity. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really like all that. It, it's a good transition um, from earlier when she's trying to destroy the ship to later on when she's like, okay. To getting kind of better with him. Yeah, yeah. Because like, he, he'll always protect him. Exactly. Even if she's not there, he's it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sarah ends up kind of taking a break from all the, just waiting for night to fall so she can, they can go back to the States, and, uh, she ends up falling asleep, and we enter her scary end-of-the-world nightmare. So, it's, it's the same scene as earlier. She's back in the park, there's kids playing. But now she sees uh, herself. But now she sees herself, which is actually Linda Hamilton's twin sister. That's cool. And, um, her, her son was actually there, her real son. So that was kind of cool. Linda's son or her Linda's sister's son. son? Linda's son. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. What's her sister's name? Leslie. Oh. Yeah. So, cool. Linda yeah. and Leslie? Mm-hmm. I love those. I love when like, they do that. Yeah. Um, but um, it's funny because the scene earlier where they're taking the chip out, that whole thing, it was um, a practical effect. So they used right. a dummy for the foreshot in the background. It was Arnold, but it was also Leslie as Sarah, and then it's just a stunt double for John, or Edward, mm-hmm. and it was just funny how they made it work, because, like, it's just an open window. And, right. Yeah. Anyway, so they used her a lot. They used her in the very end, too. Oh, cool. So that was kind of cool. Was she kind of like the stunt double? She, yeah, she's kind of like Sarah's stand-in, or nice. Linda's stand-in, so that's kind of funny. Um, it, it helps to have a twin, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so... Uh, we, we know how this nightmare kind of begins, but then we actually see the nuclear bombs fall, like, you know, the blast wave, the fire coming towards everyone, blowing everything, the buildings up, the cars Mm -hmm. up, people turning to ash and flying away, and it's just awful. Um, she wakes up, and she sees that she's written no fate on the picnic table, uh, which is the message that Kyle told her. Um, no fate but what we make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, like, so, I feel like she's had, for ten years, she's had this nightmare mm-hmm. of the world ending. Like, it's gonna the happen, only, I can't stop it. Right, mm-hmm, you're the mm-hmm. only person in the world who knows the world is going to end. Mm-hmm. Like, how fucked that would make you. Yeah, right. no, like, such oh, a yeah. super burden. Yeah. Right, like, totally. So I totally understand why mm-hmm. she felt like she had to just be a strong badass and well, not yeah. be emotional the sure. whole time. And that's what I feel like in this moment is where she, in kind of the wrong, I mean, what she's gonna go do is wrong, but it's kind of like, we can change it. Yeah, you know, exactly. like finally she she has that thought that, you know, yeah. we can change it. Yeah, cuz she knows who's responsible, she knows who to go after. Mm-hmm. So no Where fate but what we make, I'm going to go change mm-hmm. it and do something about it. Mm-hmm. So that's what she does. So she gets all geared up and she goes to take out Miles Dyson. Basically the the wrong thing for the right reason. Exactly. Yeah. Um as she's leaving, John tries to stop her, but they're too late. Uh, they go to the picnic table and John's like oh no fate that's what you know my dad told her Mm -hmm. and so he kind of puts the pieces together oh shit she's gonna go after Miles Dyson we gotta go before she ends up killing him Mm -hmm. um so Sarah arrives um at the house um gets all geared up starts to shoot at him um we see them driving um we cut to Sarah driving away and then we cut to John and the T-800 driving towards them and the T-800's kind of with Sarah on this, like, oh, you know, killing Dyson might prevent the war. Why yeah. do we have to stop it? John's like, no, that's not how things work. You can't kill people. It's not good. You, you have, have to, to learn give them a this. choice. Yeah. You need to learn this stuff, you know? People, like, have feelings, you know, they're afraid, they hurt, you know, you mm-hmm. gotta know that they have emotions. Well, and it's the same thing that Dyson says to them later, is, like, you're killing him for something he hasn't done Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yeah. know you're killing right. him. To him, you're, like, 
a crazy person right. coming into his house, like, trying to murder him, mm-hmm. and he's right. like, what well, the fuck? And Sarah doesn't think or know that he's got a family, mm-hmm. you know, kids and a wife, and yeah. people that would miss him, and right. the effect that that would have on them, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's become so tunnel vision mm-hmm. at this point. She's just like, oh, yeah. this is the person, like, she doesn't almost care. She this is the person almost- responsible. She, yeah. She's the Terminator now. Yeah, I yeah. have exactly. to end this person. Right, yeah. exactly. She, she ends up having the one-track mind. She ends up having... The, uh, the Terminator mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. to where, okay, this is what I have to do to right. complete the mission. So she goes, and she ends up shooting up the house. Um, she doesn't kill Dyson, but she shoots him in the shoulder, mm-hmm. so he's down. Um, uh, his wife and Danny are there. Um, Danny's trying to that's shield his... That's his, his son. Da- yeah, yeah. Son. Sorry, his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Danny's trying to, like, you know, protect his dad. Like, no, don't shoot him, you know. Um... Finally, Sarah's got the gun on Miles, and she's like, it's all your fault. Like, like mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, she's like, she's completely done. But she's she, like... But she's got a son. Yeah. And she can't. Like, right. you know, the son and the a wife son, are there. A son crying. who also came back for her, right, too. Right, In the same way how the son is coming back for his dad. Trying to protect mm-hmm. the dad, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sarah finally realizes what she's doing, and she knows it's not right, mm-hmm. so she kind of, like, backs away and just collapses on the floor away, like, just, like, <laughs> what the fuck am I trying to do, so. Well, and it's kind of not fair, just because of, you know, it'd be one thing if Dyson were working on this project for malicious reasons, but he's right. not. He's literally just doing it's his a job. job. Yeah. Like, they're cause... not doing it to, like... Well, he's trying to solve a puzzle. Right. He's a scientist. He's right. a, he's a, you know... A code. He's trying right. to input the right code to get this thing to work. Even mm-hmm. he says, when he asked about where the arm of the chip came from, they told him not to ask. Mm-hmm. So they're not telling him something. So, But he didn't ask. And then, and then later on, when they're explaining the situation to him, he's like, he chooses to do the right thing. Right. But up until then, he, you know, he was just the inquisitive mind kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, look at this technology, like, mm-hmm. think he, about what we could do. Like, exactly. He, but he's also thinking about the good you could do. Yeah. As, as everybody does right. in these situations. Most, right. like, as, like, you believe people mm-hmm. try to do, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, even later on when, you know, um, after uh, John and the T-800 show up and they kind of explain to Miles what happened, he's like, uh, when he tells them about the chip in the arm, like, you know, also the one from you, they didn't destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um he even says, like, oh, you know, um, it opened, like, new ideas for us. Yeah. Um, they told us not to ask where they got it. It, like, went in, it took us stuff. in a direction we never would have gone in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you kind of have that thing to where, this, I guess, like, the scientist inside is like, oh, this is great, you know, this is very cool stuff. And what we can do to change the world with it in a good way, mm-hmm. but it's not essentially. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all that, like, self-fulfilling prophecy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... It, you know, you try to stop something, but then an externality happens that mm-hmm. you didn't anticipate. So I always right. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, John and the T-800 arrive. Um, John tells the T-800 to go look after the Dyson, make sure he's okay. And then John goes to Sarah, tries to calm her down. And this is where... Okay, they hugged for sure. They hugged for sure this time, <laughs> yes. So, she finally said she loved him. Yes. It's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a sweet moment, because, you know, Sarah realizes that the mission's not the only thing yeah. that matters. And John was there to stop her because mm-hmm. he knew it was the right thing to do. So pretty much just to kind of get her out of it. Like, listen, this is not, you know. You have to wonder if then if some of those those um, men that she was sleeping around with or people she was staying with didn't have some kind of morality impact on John. Because I mm-hmm. feel like if he just grew up with just her, he would not have been that mm-hmm. 
sympathetic and empathetic to people, but mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. There's, there had to have been some good guys along the way. Right, right. Yeah. Well, Enrique and his family. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. That was, oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine that's, they're big influences. That's yeah, what I'm sure, thinking, yeah. too. But it couldn't have been just them. There had to have right. been some other people. Right. So, because there's just no way that kid would have been that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, after, you know... They explain kinda, it all. They, well, no, no, after John kind of calms Sarah down, John goes to the T-800, and it's like, okay, show him what you are, mm. pretty much. So, he gets Danny out of the room, the T-800 cuts open his arm, rips it up, and, oh, it's the robot arm. Dyson Which realizes... looks very similar yeah, to the one, yeah. Dyson suddenly realizes, oh, this is the one that's in the lab. Mm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, then they go ahead and explain the end of the world, how Skynet starts, what, what, where the machine's from. How it's all Dyson's fault. Exactly, how it's all his <laughs> fault. And he's responsible for three billion deaths. Mm-hmm. And, uh... He kind of gets upset, like, he kind of gets, like, a little annoyed, like, you're judging me on things I haven't done yet. Well, and it's like so. Heather said, is he ha- he still he still has a moment of, we could still use this for good. Like, he still right. has that moment, uh-huh. or, or like Heather and Lisa both said, mm-hmm. where they originally thought, you know, this opens up so many doors we wouldn't uh-huh. have thought of. So he's he's still thinking they can do good with this. Yeah. And Sarah's like, nope. no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, she even, like, says, like, listen, like, all men like you think like that, mm-hmm. but it's always something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, with the, with the bombs and everything, like, the hydro, hydrogen, hydrogen bombs. Bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, look what that did. It destroyed, you know, a quarter of Japan or whatever. I don't know. So, like... Two cities in Japan. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so pretty much that kind of thing. And um, finally they convince Dyson to destroy everything. So he tells them, okay, so there's stuff here that needs to be destroyed, there's stuff in the lab. And then he's like, oh, do you know about the chip and from... And the, the chip as well. So I was like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, she's been saying it this whole time. And they've been covering it up. Yeah. Right. They have been covering it up because the T-800 kind of looks at her like, oh, it's the chip from the first Terminator. She freaks the fuck out because, oh, you know, those fucking liars mm-hmm. said that they didn't find anything mm-hmm. and they didn't have it the whole time. Yep. So. Vindication! <laughs> so, um, they go to Cyberdyne. They're like, okay, let's do this. Well, first they burn everything in his... Um, office at home. Yeah. Well, she yeah, but you don't see the... that. No, well, there I was mean... a barrel with fire in it. I saw it. Yeah. That was yeah. later on. So, yeah. Yeah, but they did it before they left. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that wasn't, like, the next scene. The yeah. scene I'm not going scene by scene. Well, no, he does say, um, there's, like, papers in my office. Yeah, that's what I said. We need to get rid of yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 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 they do that. So they burn all the stuff in his office and then they go to Cyberdyne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scene-wise, yes, you are absolutely correct, but they would have had to have done that before they went. Got it. You feel better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they go to Cyberdyne. They break in. Well, they don't break in, but they take the security guard. They kind of break in. No, they, they don't. Once they get past the desk, they break yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they use a grenade launcher to open a door. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, They didn't count on that second guard. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, um... They kind of go through. They're destroying as much of the work as they can. John's trying to, like, pick the, um the lock to get the key out for the vault and then all of a sudden uh, the cops show up so because there's another security guard who ends up uh, tripping the alarm and the cops show up they're, they're they have a helicopter looking through the windows trying to look for them uh john sees them he lets sarah and miles and the hunter know um meanwhile he has the key out for the vault and uh the hunter's like okay well i'll take care of the police and then john's like wait you swore and then he says trust me and the T-800 walks away with the He should have winked. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Um, so the T-800 has the minigun, and he's shooting at the police, but he doesn't kill any of them. He just kind of scares them off to get him away from the area. Uh, the helicopter got the hell out of there. He's like, nope, not dealing with that. <laughs> and then, um, meanwhile, John and Dyson go to the vault. They get the arm of the chip out. And then uh, the SWAT team shows up, unbeknownst to them. So they're going through the building, trying to find them. Um, John and the T-800 end up getting out of the room before the SWAT team shows up, and they just start shooting. They don't even say, put your hands up, stop what you're doing. They just go in there shooting. So Sarah ends up uh, hiding behind, like, a little cabinet thing. Miles gets shot, like, to hell. Like, he doesn't make it in time. It was a black dude. Of course they just went ahead and shot him. With something him. in his hand, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. And then later so. on with Arnold, they don't shoot him automatically. I'm like, oh, they, that's they some commentary. Orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's commentary. So, but yeah, so, uh, Miles is kind of motioning to Sarah to get out. Like, just there's no hope for me. Just go. So Sarah ends up getting out, uh, but she ends up in the vault room, so she, there's no way out of there. There's only one way in and out. So the T-800 makes a hole in the wall to get her out. Yeah. <laughs> he makes uh, a door. He makes a door. So, um, they kind of, the teenager blows a hole through another door, the three of them run out, uh, meanwhile Miles is still stuck in the room, and he has a bit of the, um, neural net processor that, like, the life-size model that he created, uh, a bit of it over the detonator, which is kind of symbolic, which I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, listen, I don't know how long I can hold this, so you might want to get out if you want. But so, I like that he did that, because even though they just shot him, he gives them a chance to escape mm-hmm. before he yeah, blows exactly. up everything. Get exactly. as far as you can. Yeah, exactly. Some of it might not be that far. Which but... just shows what a good person he was. And it was mm-hmm. a real shame. I feel really bad for his family. I know. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Especially because they showed us in the extended edition and we had more time with them. And mm-hmm. I felt really bad about that. Yeah. I was like, ugh. Yeah. But, you know, in the long run of the timeline, he's gone. His work's gone. Mm-hmm. And in theory, that should stop anything from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. At least until Terminator 3. <sighs> the one that's coming out this year, not, out. The, not, not the one that came not out the then. garbage one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, uh, Sarah, John, and the T-800 take the elevator down. Meanwhile, Miles dies. And uh, the floor blows up. It's so sad. Um, so they end up getting out of the elevator Surprisingly, the elevator still works. But, oh, yeah, yeah, that was weird. I don't know I why it was, they like, got... on the other side of the building. I don't know why they got in the elevator. Stairwells don't exist. They only exist in, in the mall. In this movie, clearly. apparently. Yeah. Yes. They're yeah. only in the mall. That's all you get. I would also like to point out how helpful John is for this entire movie. Like, he's not baby Anakin, like, doing nothing <laughs> the entire movie. Baby. He's, like, pulling the duct tape out. Yeah. He's hacking shit, well, you know? He doesn't use reloading a gun at all. Guns. Reloading yeah. guns. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't shoot a gun at all. But like, he reloads he, their guns. He reloads them, which is good. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he does little stuff that you don't really think about. Yeah, so. no. Yeah. He's, he's super helpful. Yeah. The most helpful thing. He can be useful. You know, mm-hmm. I love. He can't do the adult things yet. I love John Connor. Okay, <laughs> I do too. I do too. Sweet boy. Mm-hmm. I follow him. <laughs> um, you stand the legend. I do stand, stand a legend. legend. No, Sarah's a legend. John's he... leader. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say in the first movie that I... Sarah was the legend. I feel like they're both legends. I feel like everyone can be. Well, a legend. I mean, John's still alive, so I mean, how yeah, can you be a legend? If you can't you're... be a legend and be alive. I mean. You don't have to. Tell that to Legends of Tomorrow. They're all alive and they're legends. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Shut up, I like that show. <laughs> For whoever still watches CW superhero shows, sure, go ahead. Legends is so stupid, it's amazing. Yeah. You would like it, it's so I, good. I, at this point, Matt's pushed it on me so much, I will never watch it. Oh no, sure, I agree with that. That's fair. <laughs> Out of just, you know, yeah. stubbornness. So, um, they, uh, the three of them end up on the lobby floor where their SWAT teams are stationed. Um, they shoot a tear gas canister, um... It doesn't affect the T-800, obviously, but for Sarah and John, it makes it harder to breathe. So but they brought that mask with them, they which did. was good thinking. So they were yeah. like alternating, So they're, they're, cool. they're sharing the mask yeah. at this point. Well, because Sarah says they're going to use gas. Yeah, Because exactly. she fucking knows. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, the T-800 says, I'll be back. And he goes towards the SWAT team members. They all shoot at him, which is a very cool scene because they actually, again, they made uh, the, a bust of Arnold mm. with... So they could shoot at, so like the pieces come off. So they kind of switch back and forth between Arnold and then the, the dummy they cool. use. So, that's neat. Yeah, so it's very cool they use that. Practical effects. I know, I it's love great. It. It's great. Um, and then so the Terminator shoots out all their kneecaps, shoots the two other guys with the tear gas canisters, and steals a SWAT truck or a SWAT van. And he drives it through the lobby. Uh, Sarah and John run out gets into the van, and they take off. Okay, but this whole time, the fucking T-1000 has been riding his little motorcycle <laughs> in the building. Of the stairs. Yeah. The stairs. Oh, oh, they're riding this place now. Right. Okay, he knows where the stairs are. <laughs> That's but twice now they've used stairs. When he showed up, it reminded me of Mark Ruffalo in the Avengers showing up on his little scooter. <laughs> you got the T-1000 just riding through like, the building on his motorcycle. I'm here. And at that moment, we haven't seen him since... Then, right? Like, since, since before they since met up with Pescadero, Enrique. Since, mm-hmm. yeah, so since that night and when they got so out of Pescadero. Oh, right, you're still a thing. Yeah, I know. When he showed up again, I was like, oh, I forgot about you well, for a second. the crew was off the radar until they went to, like, the next logical place so that the T-1000 could <laughs> right, search, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, let's see. Oh, so the T-1000 uh, sees that the cops are shooting at the SWAT van, so the helicopter happens to be going by the building at that time. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So what does the T-1000 do? He drives Whee! his motorcycle through the window onto the helicopter. Some fast and furious shit right there. It reminds me of when you, like, sacrifice uh, Koopa, like, to get up to the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, to do a high jump. Yeah. And you're just like, bye! Oh my god. <laughs> He looked around. He's like, where are the keys? Oh, yeah, the I keys are flat. up here. The keys might be up here. <laughs> yeah. And it was the 90s, so of course they were. Of, yeah, of course they were. Nobody locked yeah, the doors. Yeah, I guess that was a thing. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we were more trustful as a people back then. I guess. Probably why there were so many idiots. serial killers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, the T-1000 ends up stealing the helicopter by bashing his head through the window. When there's a door right there. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but again, he ends, up, he ends up using the hole to, like, shoot, shoot through. through. Yeah. So he's yeah. thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thought with his head? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, then he's like, get out to the helicopter yeah, pilot. He's, he's like, just, okay, bye. He just jumps out. I'm like, did he die? Well, I'm surprised he didn't kill him, because he's killed everybody else yeah. Yeah. until this point. So the why? Probably why? Him. Well, but why, why the helicopter um, 
pilot get a choice. <laughs> no one else did. The T one thousands had well, enough of everybody. The, again, that was single minded. That was a mirror from the first one again. Because when the when the T eight hundred in the first one, he steals a car or the tanker truck at the very end. He tells the guy to get out, and he does. So okay. learning. They're just redoing things to They're not learning. kill people. To not kill people. <laughs> So, um, there's another chase between the SWAT van and the helicopter. The chase is on. The chase is on. So Sarah, like, kind of hunkers John down, covers him with little poop vests, and tells him to stay away, and she kisses him. Yay! Because, you know. Mommy. So yes, exactly. Um. I kind of zoned out for a second, and I thought you meant Sarah kissed the T-1-800, <laughs> and I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I missed that. Only in fanfiction. Exactly. <laughs> that is an entirely different corner of the internet. <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. Especially with the stupid Genesis garbage. I can't. I can't. Mm. No. I never watched that movie because it looked awful. I saw it, like, twice and I don't remember it I'm at so all. I'm so sorry. It's, it's so garbage. I can't. Um, so, um, Sarah, uh, shoots at the helicopter. Um, she ends up getting shot in the leg and the T-800 stops the van so the helicopter can crash into it, which, why didn't you do that earlier? Mm-hmm. You had to wait till someone got shot to do it. Of course. <laughs> but whatever. So, um... It has to be high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> right. High reward. Yes. yes. So the helicopter explodes, and the van actually ends up getting turned over <sighs> on its side, so they're thrown all over the place, and uh, a liquid nitrogen truck happens to stop before the helicopter, and a little mini truck ends up happening to stop before... What a coincidence! Yeah, exactly. It's so, a, it was a gardening truck. It was a gardening truck. He had, like, gardening tools or some <laughs> shit in it. So... Uh, so, uh, Sarah, John, and the T-800 end up getting out of the truck into, or out of the van into the truck, and then the T-1000 kills the driver of the liquid nitrogen tanker. <laughs> he didn't get a choice! choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, which is another practical effect, though, because when he used the knife, it was a pop-up thing. Oh. So, Stan Winston was just amazing, okay? I'm sorry. I miss uh, practical effects. Me too. So, um, they- There's hope for scary stories. Guillermo del Toro likes practical things. True. He likes puppets. True. 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 Will there be any fish monsters fucking anybody? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's like a 50-50 chance. Okay. Excellent. So, uh, they end up, you know, driving off in their perspective, or respective, uh, cars that happen to be there when they needed them. Yeah. So, um, eventually their, their chase ends up in a steel mill. So. <laughs> steel! <laughs> As the sign so conveniently yes. stated for the audience. People are dumb. We need to be told. We yeah. <laughs> Just some sort of factory. Whatever. Um, so as the truck uh, and tanker crashes into the mill, uh, the the Terminator ended up on top of the, the tanker and flipped it over and ended up cracking it in half, spewing gallons of LN2. Liquid nitrogen? Yeah. <laughs> what are floor. in those tanks? <laughs> All over the floor and completely covering the T-1000. So... So, okay, so should he have left him frozen, or yep. was shooting him the right thing? I think he should have left him frozen, but then I feel like someone would have found him and... Well, I mean... Oh! Like, from that point, destroy... Like, uh, get a crane and yeah. lift him in a frozen state into the lava pit. Like... They didn't think that far ahead. Well, in the ride that died, um, John actually is like, No! Yeah, Terminator! Like, because well, the Terminator that happens again, they freeze it with nitrogen, the big spider thing the at the end. Million. And he yeah. shoots it. And he's like, God damn it! That's not the thing to do! Because yeah. then it melts and yep. is liquid and reforms. Exactly. So that's what yeah. makes me wonder, is in the movie when he does it, like, should he, should he have done it? Or yeah. They should have, like, carted him over to, yeah. to the, Just to push the, him into the, little the molten pile. Yeah. yeah. So... 
But yeah, I mean, all all reasonable. But they had to have one more final chase. Sure. So they had they still had film left. If they still film, yeah, they still had like an hour left of okay. filming. Okay. It was actually very like Freddy, like chasing them through the the boiler. Yeah, yeah, and all yeah. That. yeah. yeah. So uh, the T-1000 freezes up and the T-800 shoots it, saying, Hasta la vista, baby. Of course. Which is iconic. Um, so it explodes into, like, tiny pieces. Because John immediately starts teaching him curse words and, like, cool <laughs> phrases. Wouldn't you? Would yes. you had your own Terminator? Uh, I would, I yes. would teach you all the bad words I could. Aww, exactly. so did he become his password journal? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. yes they can re- did. They record things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, exactly. That's yeah. What, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, and he God. was telling all his feelings. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator used his, uh, Terminator tingle to yes. <laughs> figure out his emotions. <laughs> Um, so, uh, because the floor of the steel mill is so hot, it warms up the pieces of the T-1000 and melts it. I don't think that it's the floor was hot, it's just that lava was, I mean, not lava, but like- Where the, they it were. Was, it was, was so melt- It was pouring into the it floor, It was pouring though. onto the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah so- it, it was getting closer. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, okay. it was like melting, yeah. it started, like the heat was radiating. Right. right. I thought yeah. the liquid nitrogen messed with, messed with his chemical makeup. It did. That did too, but I that no. We're saying like how spilled. he how he melted. How he oh melted. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That yeah. part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I meant his glitching. The the fires of no, Mordor had spilled onto yeah. the floor and were starting to like melt his. Yeah, right. it was just yeah. like becoming yeah. you know yeah. hotter. But no, he is glitching because of getting exploded and mm-hmm. back together. Which you said is only the extended version, right? His well, glitches? They, they show, like, one part of him glitching, I think, in the theatrical version. Okay. Yeah, where he's, like, walking in. I think his, he's, like, he's walking face. towards John, and then, like, yeah, his face, like, glitches, and I think that's the only yeah. time It's where, like, the ripple it. goes over his yeah. face, yeah. right? Like, I've seen it's that It's after before. he pushed the T-800 into the gear. Okay. Yeah. And then he turns around, looks around, and it does the thing. But in the extended version, he, like, it's, like grabs, three times. like, a, a, yeah. a bar, and his hand turns into, like, a yellow stripe from the bar, mm-hmm. and his feet turn the color of the like metal the ground. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, for sure. I like that. That was cool. I know. Yeah. That should have been something they kept. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it helps and explain it, what's happening. And better. it wasn't yeah. even that long. It was like maybe like a second, thirty seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. not even. Yeah, they definitely could have kept it in there, and it would have been like, oh, oh okay. And especially that the John part earlier, uh, later on. Yeah, but yeah. we'll talk about that. Um. Yeah, and, like, I, I feel like for a film, though, like, you know, that two seconds of footage is, like, actually two hours, you know? So I feel like that's why it had something to do with it. Wow. Like, it added more to the time. People used to not be able to sit in theaters for three hours, so, you know. Yeah. Now we could. Well, now we can. We've proven that. We adapted and survived. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. So... So the T-1000s were formed, and it's after them again. <laughs> formed. Sorry. <laughs> What? He reformed. <laughs> he hasn't. He's still a dick. I know. <laughs> I was like, no, he hasn't. No. Oh, I met and it reformed into a T one thousand person. Yeah. Not, yeah. A, not a good guy. An it. An it. Um. So they flee into the steel mill, but the T one thousand still behind them. Um. The T eight hundred tells John and Sarah to go. John says no. So, but eventually Sarah drags him away. The T eight hundred and T one thousand fight, and eventually the. T-1000 throws the T-800 into a gear, and his arm gets stuck, and he's trapped. Okay, so uh, Sarah and John are still trying to find their way through the mill to escape. Um, they end up going up some steps, and then they see the T-1000 coming towards them. And she's still shot in the leg. She's mm-hmm. still, yeah, so she's hurting. She's, yeah. she's, she's having some trouble trying to get through, because she can't walk at this point. She's doing some death-saving throws? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, and so Sarah uh, 
sends John away. She finds, like, some sort of chain to where she can lure him to, like, a little conveyor belt thing to get him out. John realizes she's not following, and he's like, what are you doing? So Sarah is going to essentially sacrifice herself to give him more time to get out. Yeah. So, or at least stall the T-1000. So she shoots him in the head with a shotgun, and there's a nice visible hole there, which, you know, was good, but it's not enough to stop it. So she tries to reload the gun. She can't do it. And finally, the 2000 gets a hold of her and stabs her to the shoulder. And it looks really painful. <clears throat> I'm surprised that he never, like... It took until this whole point for him to, like, try to mimic her later. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that didn't happen earlier. Well, he never touched her. I guess not. But John touched the piece that was in the car. Yeah. And I always thought somehow he would maybe get pretend John. to be John uh-huh. and get Linda Hamilton or, you know, yeah. yeah. But that never happened, and I was like, okay. I wonder if they were teasing that. That's why they did it. Oh. Because, you know, it can mimic anything it touches. John right. touched it. Right. When is it going to turn to John? That's you what know? I always thought. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's what they were doing. I, that's what I the never idea thought was. That. <laughs> I, thought, oh, really? I immediately yeah. thought I, that. I, 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 did, I didn't yeah. realize that either. But they could, yeah, they could have been setting that up no, and then yeah. they just never, I, it never came to fruition. Yeah. True, they could have changed the script or whatever. They left it in just because. I like that, but I never thought about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I thought it would have been interesting because yeah. it could have gone back to the future at some point as John or mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dun- sure, whatever. yeah, yeah. Or that could have been just, you know, Skynet infiltrating the past and then in the future it's just all along. It's, it's a John fake. has it's been, a fake John. Yeah. That would be cool. Infil- like, infiltrating. That's like shit right there. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't go that route. Really? I haven't seen that movie so I don't know what that means. I don't either. Well, John's a Terminator in Genesis and it's bullshit and I hate it so much. That <laughs> movie doesn't exist. No, he exists. That because, movie doesn't exist. Like, oh, no, it doesn't exist. Thank God. No. It's all being retconned. It's no, fine. but in Genesis, uh, before Kyle goes back in time, he sees John get attacked by a Terminator, which is Matt Smith. And oh. he ends up, like, the injecting doctor? him with, like, some, like, nanos or whatever. Oh, so God. John's a machine now. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I was so mad. Huh. Yeah. Never gonna watch that movie. Yeah. At least I think that's what happened again. I don't remember. Blacked out. <laughs> I blacked it out. No, thanks. No, thanks. Um, so, the T-1000 has Sarah, and he tells her to call to John. She's like, no, fuck you. I'm not stupid. And yet he doesn't call to John. And we know he can mimic voices. He does later. Yeah. I, I, but I was expecting that, too. Yeah. Because it reminded me of Annihilation with the bear. Yeah. Mm. Fuck that bear. <laughs> Mimicking that woman's fuck. voice. Oh, that God. Bear. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yeah, I've never it reminded seen it. Me. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. The whole movie is fucked. <laughs> By the way, everyone, go watch Annihilation. It's so good. good. Yeah. But I thought that, too. I was just like, why isn't he just automatically mm-hmm. using her voice? Mm-hmm. He's touched her now. He can yeah. do it. Yeah. So, but, and, and, you know, it's fine. That's fine. Later on. And so, um... But maybe... So, sorry. But maybe he... Uh, I was gonna say, maybe... We don't actually see him do it without being the person. So, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't really, like... Yeah, but the Terminator did earlier. The Terminator the did. And he's a model... Yeah. Two but models the, back. Yeah. So, I'm just... But I'm wondering, maybe they evolved it. So, now it's, like... Know. You have to be them. To be the person, you know. Hmm. Maybe. Because, yeah. I mean, even when he was making the foster, the mom. foster mom, he was the foster mom. Even though he didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't have to be. He was making dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't have to be the foster yeah. mom. Like, he's getting up celery. Skynet got rid of that feature because it can mimic it, so what's the point of just having a voice thing? Yeah, yeah. why not yeah. just be the a person? Voice yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, wonder that's what it was? Wondering. Yeah. Sure, we'll, we'll ride our ways out of this plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, the T-1000, uh, is about to kill her, but the T-800 appears and slices through the T-1000 with a metal bar. Woo! So they fight again. 
Um, this time the T-1000 ends up, like, slamming a thing against his chest and head. Oh, so he, he fucks piece, him up. Yeah, he fucks him up good. So, well, like, he you almost, like, pieces of... He, like, shuts down. Like, doesn't he? He stabs him, yeah. The T-1000 stabs him with the metal bar. Because when he stabs him the first time, he's moving the pieces away to get to the power source thing in mm-hmm. his chest. Mm-hmm. And then he stabs him again for good, and then he shuts off. So, um, John finds a hiding spot, event- like, eventually... And then he hears Sarah calling out to him for help, but you think he would know better. We we all made it yes. like that's not her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your mom like, would not do think, that. You think he would know better than that? But he goes and search for her anyways, and he finds her. But he's still kind of hesitant because he doesn't know. And um, he sees his mom's injured, and he um, goes a little bit towards her, but then real uh, Sarah, the real Sarah comes, or well, another Sarah appears behind the first Sarah. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, this, the new Sarah has a shotgun. She tells him to get out of the way. He does it, but he looks down and sees the, the boots are molding into the grating. So he knows that this is the T-1000 trying mm-hmm. to get him. Right. So he jumps out of the way and Sarah shoots the T-1000. Which is an extended scene. So, like... The in, boots were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So, like, we don't actually know that in the beginning, which, I mean, in the original. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that... We I just assume that John knows what his mom is. Yeah, yeah. That, that part yeah. is, I really like that part. Yeah. Just because it's like, that's how he knows. Uh-huh. Like, hey, that's not my mom. Yeah, exactly. You know? So. And, um, meanwhile, before that happened, the TV engine came back to life. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> he pulled out the, the metal part. Hashtag not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag not dead. Not dead yet! No, not dead yet. Um, so. But when she's shooting at the... The T one thousand, that one arm shotgun reload ever. Oh. The one arm shotgun pump action thing was so good. just fucking the best. I love it so much. So badass. I love it so much. So yeah. she's shooting at him. She runs out of ammo, and and then she didn't beat him with it. And she didn't throw it at his head. Yeah, but um, it's okay. But it's fine because when they turn around to run away, the T eight hundred comes up on a conveyor belt, has a grenade launcher. They get out of the way, and he shoots it. Yeah, so it explodes and, and makes rejoicing. the noise, <laughs> and it falls backward into the molten pit. And as it's in there, it's trying to reform into something to keep it alive. It's trying to like figure out what form it could take to get out of it. It doesn't work, and it eventually dissolves into nothing. Um, so. Sarah's, like, you know, you can kind of see her looking over and making sure it's actually dying and it's dead. But meanwhile, John goes up to the T-800 and helps him up, and he realizes, oh, shit, like, what the fuck happened to you? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the, when they, the three of them are looking over the molten pit, Sarah's like, oh, no, Sarah's like, it's over. No. John said, okay, so is it dead? And the Terminator affirms it, yeah, it terminated. And then Sarah's like, oh, it's over. But the T-800 said, no, there's still one more chip, and it's him. Mm-hmm. So he uh, kind of has to tell them that he needs to be destroyed, too, in order to prevent the world from ending, essentially. Um, John is not having it. He's distraught. He doesn't want to see it go away. You know, it's his friend, you know. His father. His father. His password journal. His yeah. password journal. <laughs> but the Terminator and- learned because... Dyson was able to get so far because of the other chip. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, no. I yeah. can't hang around. Well, yeah. And the mission's over, so mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah. And so, um... The he, T-800 kind of... Huh? He can't go back to the future? No, you can go forward. It's back. a one-way trip. 
Yeah, that one. Yeah. Sorry. Back to the future. Back to the future. You can't so you can only go back. It's you a one way trip. Yeah. Once you go because they destroyed it in the future, so mm-hmm. that's it. Um. So yeah, so the T eight hundred kind of says, okay, well I know not a lot of people cry, but it's nothing I can't do. So he can't be a human, and honestly, he's too far destroyed to pose as a human anyways. So it's kind of for the best that he destroys himself mm-hmm. or gets destroyed. So, um, but his other arm is still in the crusher. Yes. Which we brought up. But is a plot hole. Well, <laughs> is it a plot hole or are you, like you were thinking, are they going to use that in the new Terminator 3? They'll Fate? use it in, yeah. they'll use it in Dark Fate. To be the reason that they, they have to, they still come back around. James Cameron is smart enough to realize that, oh, hey, this might be an issue later on. Cause he was done after T2. He was, oh, hey, the story's over, mm-hmm. but people kept nitpicking it, like, oh, there's still that crushed arm. There are books that continue after it explaining, oh, they kept going because of this crushed arm. So I have a feeling that maybe he would just go with it with Dark Fate. Like, okay, this yeah. is why it's still happening. Right, right. So. What do you what think that they could do with the arm, though? They have to figure something the out. The metal, I mean, it's probably. Because it's not like they have the, they the, don't chip. Have the chip anymore. So it's not like right. they can mimic the intelligence. But maybe they maybe, can make stronger weapons. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it just I took guess. longer, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's like gears and like wires in it. They can probably strip it and find something. I don't know how electronics yeah. work, so. Well, I mean, they can probably use the the components of it and make like stronger bullets or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably some hardened yeah. metal mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. now sure. you can make unstoppable swords and shit. So. Mm-hmm. Put bayonets on again. There you go. So, um, the T-800 gives Sarah, um, the controls to lower the T-800 into the molten steel. Because it can't self-terminate. Because it can't self-terminate. And Sarah, you know, after all this animosity towards it, she finally extends her hand and, like, gives, like, shakes hands with the machine. Like, okay. Like, Rose. Yeah, like, okay, you're cool. Like, you helped save us. Thank you. That's as, that's as close to a hug you're Thanks for saving us. Okay, bye now. Exactly. So, um, the T-800 gets lowered into the molten pit and it dies. And it's very sad. Um, thumbs up. With the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It's awful. It's so sad. So, the final scene is finally back to a darkened ha- um, highway. And Sarah is um, narrating again. And she's actually feeling kind of hopeful for the future. Now that they've destroyed... Um, no, driving in the car in, like, the middle of the road. I'm like, who is <laughs> driving this car? She's <laughs> literally, like, in between the lanes. I'm like, what is happening right now? They just it's saved not, the world? It's not relevant to the story, Heather. Uh, but still. They can drive wherever the fuck they, they want. It's, like, 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Literally. They need to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, so pretty much Sarah's hopeful for the future now, and she, um... She kind of leaves the audience with, um, if a machine can learn the value of a human life, maybe we can too. It's 2019. Kind of like, no, we can't. No, we can't. Exactly. So it kind of like gives you like a hopeful message, like you mm-hmm. know, maybe we all can kind of get along and like figure out this whole life together and not destroy each other. But it's no, not. we're degrading. Yeah, so. we're falling apart. And that was Terminator Two. Woo! Yay! Such a good movie. I love that movie so much. Very mm-hmm. good. It was great. So, uh, interesting point number one. Uh, according to IMDb, the Terminator scene in the beginning of the film were fully workable animatronic models. Um, although some of the T-1000 effects are... Oh, sorry. 
Also, some of the T-1000 effects are practical, such as the exploding head at the mental hospital and the exploding T-1000 at the end of the movie. Cool. Um, for the scene in which the shattered T-1000 melts and reforms, frozen mercury was melted on a hot plate until it melted and joined together. That's really cool. So that's very, very cool. That's dangerous. It's dangerous, that's but it's very hella cool. dangerous. Um, Linda Hamilton trained with former Israeli commando Uzi Gal, which he's actually named for the Uzi machine gun, uh-huh. which is kind of cool. Um, he, and with personal trainer uh, Anthony Cortez for three hours a day, six days a week for 13 weeks before filming. Wow. Yeah. Um, under both, uh, she trained intensely with weights and learned judo and heavy military training techniques. Uh, she had to maintain a demanding non-fat diet even during filming and lost 12 pounds, mm. which is like, you know, keto, essentially, <laughs> non-fat. Yeah. Um, because of this punishing regimen, she declined to reprise her role for Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Mm. I mean, and that also was because they killed off her character, that... or she's like, fuck you. I mean, so... yeah, that, that's a blessing that she wasn't in that <laughs> fucking did. movie. It didn't do her yeah. any favors, yeah. so Yeah, yeah I think, I think, um, at Comic-Con, she was talking about it, like, yeah, when I, I she read the script for, like, T3... And um, she saw that they were going to kill her halfway through the movie, and she's like, fuck that. I'm like, no. I'm not training so, this hardcore to be Right, no, exactly. No. no, and she carried this franchise on her back. Like, like, yeah. did. Arnold who? Mm-hmm. Arnold who? Uh, this was the highest grossing movie of 1991. Yay. Oh. Uh, the Cyberdyne building in this movie is, in fact, a two-story structure in Fremont, California, a phony third floor was constructed on top for the movie. Huh. Uh, much of the structure w- was rebuilt after the filming, and the building exists to this day, so we should go on a road trip and see it, because I want to see the Oh, Fremont. I was like, where is it? In, in California. California. Where's Fremont? California. Okay. In, in <laughs> relation to L.A. And... Or San Francisco. Or San Diego. It's in California. Cool. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh, maybe Southern California? You, Probably. You map that course. Uh, it's the film debut of Edward Furlong, his first movie. Oh, oh what a wee babe. I know. Right, Before P. Hollywood chewed Before... him up and spit his ass out. Poor kid, yeah. I know. Never had uh, a chance. He won the part of John Connor after being discovered by casting director uh, Mallory Finn. Um, she'd been looking for a streetways kid, but none of the young professional actors that came from a screen test had been convincing enough. So she found him at a boys club... Uh, was a boys club of Pasadena, so he was just hanging around, uh, like leaning against the wall, and he was just kind of like, uh, he kind of like, cause she was looking at him, and he kind of was looking at her, like, what the fuck are you looking at, like just snarling at yeah. him, and she's like, he's perfect, <laughs> <laughs> so um, she approached him, and like he yeah he gave her like you know attitude, like what, what do you want, weird old lady coming near me, like so, um, she thought that he would be perfect for the role, and he was. Um, and according to James Cameron, there are only 42 CGI shots used in this film. I'm assuming that's a theatrical release, though, not the extended. Um, but it just proves how fucking awful, awful, oh. how fucking awesome Stan Winston was with his effects and everything. Mm-hmm. What happened to James Cameron? Because Hack. Avatar happened in 2009, Hack. which is all CGI. Which is only CGI. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Well, Avatar is supposed to come out like in the 90s, but the technology wasn't there for it yet. Oh, God. Uh, Fremont is near San Francisco and San Jose. Uh-huh. I've been to San Jose and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I drove past it! Yeah, that it's, is it's, northern it's between California. the two. Oh. So. I, so you probably drove past the building and I didn't even know it. I probably didn't, didn't even know it. How dare. That's upsetting. Aww. Um, interesting point number two. So there are sequels, of course. Uh, there is Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I feel like this is interesting point number 13. <laughs> 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 um, which is... 
I, me and Mikey saw that in theaters. Like, that's bad. Yeah, like we, I mean, we enjoyed it at the time. We were kids. We we're like, I was like thirteen when it came out. Was the girl Claire Danes? Yeah. 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 God, yeah. I like her, but damn that movie. Yeah, anyway, yeah. go on. Um, Terminator Salvation with Oof. Uh, with yeah with Christian Oof. Bale. I like that one a lot though because Kyle Reese um, has more of a thing in it. Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Terminator Genesis, the movie I do not remember at all, but I've seen it twice. With Amelia Clark. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, and there's a new movie coming out, which we talked about on November 1st, Terminator Dark Fate. And Woo! I'm so excited, I can't even, like, contain it. Like, I'm just, like, searching news, like, every day for it. Like, I'm more I was, now. I was stalking, like, the Comic-Con panel and, like, yeah. the interviews and everything <laughs> for it. I was like, tell me all you know. So, um, it's a direct continuation of Terminator 2, but it, and it's ignoring all the other sequels. Um, Tim Miller is directing it, who directed Deadpool, so it's, you know, it's gonna be pretty good. Uh, the action shots will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lena Hamilton's back, which is fucking awesome. Woo! Uh, James Cameron's producing it. Um, Edward Furlong is back in it, but I think it's just gonna be, like, a CGI of his face, like, as a kid. Mm. Because the for universe... like a flashback, well, or yeah, for like a flashback. That's the rumor, anyways. Because um, Linda Hamilton kind of spoiled it in an interview. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to spoil. No it for spoilers. You guys. Yeah, but, we uh, have never agreed to be spoiler free on this thing. That's true. Well, I don't know about you guys, because I, I can tell you. Oh, I don't I care. Oh yeah, I don't care either. So pretty much, Linda Hamilton was like, "Okay, well, Sarah's out for revenge now," and I'm like, "Shit, John's fucking dead, isn't he?" So yeah, so and then there was there's actually a picture going around that someone made of like fan art of um of um like a some sort of like beachy place like at a tiki bar or something and the story went was that John and Sarah were just like kind of like living their lives yeah they're just like trying to like hang out or whatever and um, Arnold Terminator shows up. And he ends up killing John. Aww. That's and, sad. Yeah, and it's awful. And Sarah, and the, I think the script or like the wording with Sarah was kind of like drunk at the time, so she couldn't do anything to help him because she was kind of like too many mind ties. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. So I'm just like, that's stupid. Hmm. So hopefully, but then there is like more stuff happening around with Edward Furlong and John Connor because now Edward Furlong's canceled some con viewings. like To do more filming, maybe. To do more filming. So I'm assuming they're going to sh- kind of shove him there at the very end, like, hey, I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I doubt so they're we'll going to kill see. him. I don't, I don't know. Well, they, well, they probably because the new girl, fake kill him. No, because the new girl, Danny, she's going to be the leader now. No. That's why she's there. That's why there's a machine protecting her. That's so that's my theory, is that it doesn't have to be the Connors, it could be anyone. Well, because they, they already changed yeah. T2, they changed that timeline, so it's a new timeline to where this Danny person's gonna be the new leader, because John's dead, so. Mm. Well, well, they what, just fake his death. Well, that's what probably wanted to see what the fan reaction would be to him, and mm-hmm. it's positive, yeah. then, so why not shoot yeah. him into some more movies? Right. But didn't you say that in one of the books, that's what one of the alternate timeline is, is that John is actually a girl, and she actually does yeah. prevent Judgment Day? Well, that's in the in the, one of the comics I have. I actually looked at it yesterday. It's one of the omnibuses. Omnibus? Mm-hmm. Omnibi? Um, it's pretty much... It's like it's like a one-shot, so it's a very short comic, but it's where uh, Sarah gives birth to a girl instead of a boy. Mm. So it's Jane Connor now, because that's so, like, you know... Sure. sure. <laughs> um, but they don't really go into it, because I was looking through it hoping for, like, you know, a badass adult Jane Connor. I'm like, oh my god, cool! It just ends like that. Like, oh, it's a girl now. I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know what that was. I didn't want to read the whole thing. But, um, yeah. So, anyway. So, um, several comic books have been released since 1988, mostly by Dark Horse Comics. Um, I own um, the Terminator 2 movie comic, two of the Terminator Omnibus, and a Terminator Salvation comic. Um, and then, like I said, when, in one of the Omnibus, mm-hmm. it's Jane Fodder, and it's really uh, there are several books out as well, and I own most of them. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> um, my favorite series is the T2 Infiltrator trilogy by S.M. Sterling. Um, I think that's a very good direct continuation from the show or the movie. Um, it really fleshes out the characters too, because like I love John in those books, because he's 16 years old. So like when I read him, I was you know like, I was like 11, so I was like kind of near his age. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just funny reading, like, how he was growing up and how he was doing stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so relatable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, so, uh, I bought those, I bought that book at the Universal store, actually, the Terminator oh. store <laughs> at Universal, um, and they're actually starting to fall apart, like, they're, they're so worn, I've read them so many times. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm reading the second one right now, and it's so great, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, oh, and there, uh, the third one I bought a little bit later, um, I found it at Borders, and I wanted it oh, so R&D. bad. I yeah, know. Um, then I ended up paying, like, some of it with, like, bills and some of it with coins, like, pennies and stuff, because oh I didn't have enough to pay for it. So I felt, I felt kind of bad. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of money. Here's all I have. Um, there's <laughs> another book called Terminator 2, The New John Connor Chronicles by Russell Blackford. Um, I've read them, like, once. They're good. I mean, it's kind of weird because there's, like, different timelines in it, and, um, there's, like, it, it's a, it's a continuation as well, but they, I think they kind of messed up the timeline, too, because they got John's age wrong, mm. and I, I don't like that, because they Call always, re- they reference him as a 13-year-old, I'm like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> He's not mm. 13 in T2. Stop it. He's 10. Because in Terminator 3, they did that, too. Oh, I was 13. Like, no, you fucking weren't. Stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, eh. So what if they do that in this one? What if they do that in Dark Fate? Then I will cancel it. Okay. <laughs> I'll that theater. It will be canceled. It will be canceled. Um, but uh, there is a part where John and Sarah actually time travel on it, so they use, like, the time displacement thing. Like in is... the ride? Well, Sarah doesn't use it for the show. Ride. She does, though. John does. John does. Sorry. That he, he does. Jane? So. Jane Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, that was kind of cool. Because it kind of showed how it affects them and how it works and everything. Um, And then there's the movie novelizations that I own, too. Mm. So, I love them. Of course. course. I think in in the T2 movie novelization, uh, the, how the T-800 goes into the pit at the end, he just jumps in. No. It's, it's not dramatic at all. Yeah. <laughs> he just jumps on it. Like, okay, bye. Cannonball! Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. And there's also a TV show called The Sarah Connor Chronicles. It was I so good. It. I have seen the first season. Oh, I miss it yes. so much. I never watched it. It, it was great. It came out on Fox in, like, 2008. And Fox hates and TV Fox shows. Hates, yeah, well, Fox hates everything. Writer Strike. That, that was for season one, though. Yeah. Season two, they had a full season. No, 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 but season one, they got fucked because yeah. of the writer strike, yeah. and then all TV got messed up, and it ended up getting canceled, and I mm. think that was a big reason. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. But also, Fox hates TV shows. Also, yeah. yeah. I don't, mean, don't watch network cable. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, 
It starred Lena Headey as Sarah Connor, oh, which is how her. I knew her, because yeah. yeah. I liked her a lot. I yeah. didn't care about Game of Thrones, but I was like, it's Sarah Connor. Uh, Thomas Decker as John Connor and Summer Glau as Cameron, as a, who's a Terminator. Um, Sarah, Summer Glau I love, but she is a serious killer. Yeah. She's in your show. It's going to get canceled. Aww. So sad. <sighs> she was an arrow. For, um, and it got canceled. For like a second. Well, it's ending. For like a second. <laughs> it's not getting canceled. <laughs> she was in like three episodes. Um, but yeah, so that lasted only two seasons, and I'm still bitter about it, but she's, whatever. She's on a... It was really good. It was so good. Now. Oh, the <gasps> ending of really? the... Really? Summer Glow? She's on what? Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah. God. The ending of the second season of Sarah Connor Chronicles was <laughs> like, what the fuck? It was awful. Oh. Everything happened, and then, like, oh my god, they go they go forward in time. They don't know who John Connor is, because oh. he's not, he doesn't exist in the future, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Well, and the then it's a cliffhangle. Hangle? Hangle? Cliff, cliffhangle? What? The uncle. Derek? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's like, who the hell is, oh, no. Oh, yeah, uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, like, you better, like, better take off that jacket before my brother gets back. And it's like, it's Kyle? Derek, no, no, Derek gets shot in the face. And then oh, he goes to the future. The future and one. then it's alternate timeline Derek. That's and I'm right. like, he's still alive, but he's not the same That's one. Right. That Derek's fucking dead. Yeah. Anyway. So music. Um, Brad Fiddle composed the first two Terminator soundtracks. Uh, the first main theme was uh, complete 80s, and I loved it, with mm-hmm. the whole synth and everything. Oh, God. And, oh, it's so great. Um, and the second one is more metal machine sounding, mm-hmm. I think, which more I 90s. like. Yeah, a little more 90s. With the horn. The horn, yeah. 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 Sound. Yeah. No, um, and then T2 has, like, the Guns N' Roses song, You Can Be Mine, as their main song. Um, which I think they made a music video with... Arnold Terminator in it. Oh my god. Just funny. That's yeah. Great. I'm bank on it. Yeah. Might as well. And um, Michael Beltrami composed T3. Danny Elfman composed Terminator Salvation. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. You could tell. Like, uh-huh. if you listen to it. I haven't okay. seen it since yeah. we saw it in theaters. Really? Yeah. Oh, Me either. Uh, since John Connor text. That was the last John time Connor I saw text. that. Oh. So, when he had a sidekick. He did. Oh, it was god. great. And then Lauren Balf composed Terminator Genesis. Um, and as much as I hated Terminator Genesis, I like the soundtrack. Um, there's a song uh, called Sarah and Kyle, and it's so cute. I love it so much. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, it's good soundtracks. I enjoy them. Yeah, cool. cool. And Excellent. that was Terminator. Yay. All the practical stuff, man, is just... Yes. It's uh. amazing. I love these movies so much. It's it's such a great movie. So good. Yeah. So and very good. I haven't watched it in a while, so it was really nice watching it critically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, this time, so. I mean, well, like, well, there are parts where I was just staring at the screen just watching it, like, just so involved, like... Engrossed? In- yes, I was so engrossed with it. And I was like, I love this movie so much. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's what's been fun in general about doing this, is, is the, how we watch these movies now. Mm-hmm. So... Taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So, moving on to current events, now that we're done with T2. Yay! Which I guess we have a lot of current events, because it's been, like, a month. It's yeah. been it's like been two so months. Long, yeah. It's been a very long time. No, no. If it if the last one we recorded was when we found out about the marriage, that was in June. <laughs> so it's only been like a month. It was June seventh. It is now July twenty seventh. No, I had just gotten Theo when we last recorded. I think I had gotten him I only had him for like a week or two. And that was two months ago. Yeah, it's been so, two months. It's been That's a while. They announced their engagement. We recorded on June seventh and it is June twenty uh, July twenty seventh. That's not two that's almost it's two a, months. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Whatever. So it's been for, a while. A while. A while. So for movies, um, Ashley and I have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We just watched it last night. New Tarantino flick. It was really good. 
Um, very Tarantino. Very Tarantino. There was a lot of feet. Uh, <laughs> but not Uma Thurman's feet. No, but it, basically it's about this actor and his stuntman bestie, and then also Sharon Tate, as in Charles Manson murdered Sharon Tate, Sharon Tate. So it kind of is mostly focused on DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and their relationship and, you know, DiCaprio trying to be a washed-up movie star Pitt trying to figure out what he's doing with his life while having increasingly unsettling interactions with Charles Manson's followers. family followers. Mm-hmm. And then it ends on the night that um, Sharon Tate and her friends got murdered mm-hmm. and something else happens. Hmm. Okay. So it's kind of an alternative universe, but it's it's not really focused on that. Mm-hmm. It just kind of happens at the end. It's mm-hmm. mostly just focused mm-hmm. on like character stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I think general audiences will find this movie super boring. I think so too. Um, but we enjoyed it, and it had a good tension, you know, lead up to the end. So right. yeah, well, yeah, we liked it. The Dead Don't Die is Jim Jarmusch, and it's like a zombie comedy, but it's it's kind of half baked, mm-hmm. but really entertaining. Because they know it's half-baked. Yeah, exactly. Like, the point of it is mm-hmm. that it's half-baked. Yeah. So... And there's lots that are just not explained. And yeah. they're not meant to be explained. No. And Characters sh- are there and then not... Mm-hmm. And... Things show up. Yeah. And, and then go the away. Sky. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just it. It's just... It's the movie. It's the movie. Uh, yeah. But it was very entertaining for what it was. It was super good. Bill Murray and Adam Driver were great. Mm-hmm. And... Um, all the other characters, uh, Tilda Swinton was amazing. <laughs> she was fun. Yeah. And all the other ones were all kind of quirky and weird and had their own thing going on. So it was, it was entertaining. I don't know, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I don't know that everyone will like The Dead Don't Die, but we enjoyed it, so. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was, it was, it was what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, which was just a dumb, fun zombie movie. And yeah. It, it was. Exactly. And then Child's Play. It was amazing. We saw with I, Kelly. I hate remakes, and I was really upset they were making Child's Play, because I love Child's Play. It was so good, though. It was fine. I was actually really surprised that I was I really liked it so it. much. Yeah. I really liked it. And uh, Mark Hamill was the voice of Chucky mm-hmm. in this iteration. And he didn't yeah. go full Joker. It, I was so proud. It, there were points. Joker was coming up. There were it points. Was. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he pulled it back. He yeah. pulled it back. It was I was expecting, like, half the movie for him to be full Joker, and yeah. he wasn't. So mm-hmm. I was very impressed. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. It, it was good. I liked it a lot. It was, it was a fun remake. They used modern technology in a way that wasn't completely stupid. It was stupid. Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> it was Terminator. Yeah, yeah All the was. chips and everything, and they're all killing humans. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And he, and he was his password journal. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. So, didn't mind that. Pretty no, fun remake. It was fine for, yeah, for a remake. Mm-hmm. Then we all saw The Lion King, and uh, speaking of remakes, and we all saw Spider-Man Far From Home. The Lion King was, no. The new animated Lion King. Yes, it is animated. I oh. liked it. No I one else it. did. No, okay, no, Heather liked no, it. No, I liked it. I squealed for the first 20 minutes of the movie because... They were babies. Oh, baby Simba <laughs> and baby Nala. Yeah. And I, re- I honestly really like how they redid um, I, uh, Can't Wait to be King. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really liked okay. that sequence. And I liked how all the baby animals, animals helped the baby cheetahs were so cute. They were yeah. so cute. Yeah. you the baby warthog. Oh, oh my God. The baby warthog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
I really liked it. I thought the humor was good. They added a lot of new and different lines for Timon mm-hmm. and Pumbaa, which were yeah, they hysterical. Were, like, they were, they were so funny. That movie. Timon and Pumbaa carried that movie. When they showed up, it got better. It mm-hmm. was really, they were really great. No, I, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked it too. It was fine. I thought it was good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. And then Spider-Man: Far From Home was Amazing. adorable. Amazing. Uh, yes. Uh, so leave amazing. Peter Parker alone. I know. I cried so much for that poor boy. Oh it my was, god. I, I think we had um. We discussed it before with um, Iron Man 3 being a good movie yep. to be a follow-up to um, Avengers. Avengers. Mm-hmm. This was a good follow-up to Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, because mm-hmm. it's kind of... It served you, the same purpose. Well, you leave Endgame with a word mm-hmm. and we go from here, and this kind of gives you a, this is where we're going to go from mm-hmm. here. Tony Stark's legacy is now not on Tony, it's now mm-hmm. on Peter. Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, I am 12. Like, why are you <laughs> putting this on me? I just want to date MJ. Yeah. Yeah, it was very it was very good. It was very, it was gorgeous, too, wherever they were filming. Yeah. It must have been a lot of on, on-site uh, mm-hmm. filming. Yeah. It was really pretty. Jake Gyllenhaal was fun as Mysterio, and I uh-huh. don't like him typically, See? but I, I liked him in this. Mysterio is like my favorite supervillain in Spider-Man. Really? Okay. And- I love what he did with it. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, the visual effects. If this movie's not up for visual oh, effects, then yes. like, they're robbed because. The whole scene, free, flip me the fuck out. It oh was God. amazing. Yeah. With the yeah. drones and all that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So we won't spoil it, but yeah. Go see Far From Home if you haven't. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very entertaining. I still prefer Homecoming just because I liked the simple plot of the neighborhood Spider Man, mm-hmm. but this was a really great movie. Yeah. Yes. We got our new favorite catchphrase, the Peter Tingle. (laughs) (laughs) We kept saying Terminator Tingle during T2. (laughs) Every time Terminator will figure out that the uh, T-1000 was behind him. Mm -hmm. And then Ashley saw Toy Story 4. I saw Toy Story 4. It was fine. It was unnecessary. Um, I think the third one, when we went and saw it, was... Too, too traumatic? Yeah. Well, that was it. That was the ending. Yeah. Like, that's what we, you know, especially I think Kelly and I, who, like, literally grew up with it, mm-hmm. like, you know. It was rough. That was yeah. it. That's all we needed. Mm-hmm. So this one was just, it was Extra. for money. They yeah. just made it. Yeah. Well, They're, that's all Disney is. Sequels and remakes. Right. I mean, and it was interesting because the villain's not really a villain, mm-hmm. and I liked that. because, And I, I that was one of the things I went into a rant with to my grandmother, who didn't probably didn't <laughs> care. Was in the first one, you had Sid. He was a villain. Yeah. Second one, you had Stinky Pete. He was a villain. Mm-hmm. Third one, you had Lotso. He was, like, all of them were actively trying to, like, kill somebody. Mm-hmm. In this one, um, the villain's not like that. Like, mm. she's still trying to, like, hurt them? Or hurt Woody, but she has reasons, and then she's, like, not that bad. Who is the villain? Peep. It's that, um... Gabby Gabby. That one. Gabby Gabby. I haven't watched this. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't have one, so I She's a know. doll that wants to be loved. Her voice box is broken. Right. So she wants Woody's voice box. Ah. So. Creepy. That's what, that she, that's what she wants him for. Oh, no. Because she's, she's in an antique shop and, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. wants this one specific little girl to play with her. And, like, she won't. And she thinks no kid is going to love her because her voice box is broken. Mm-hmm. That's like Wheezy with his broken yeah. squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, was, it was fine. But now I just... The way it ended, I'm super terrified. They're gonna make a whole bunch of more, more because oh, of how no. it ended. I'm yeah. not looking forward to it. Mm. So, yeah, I I'm they're not... trying to get it into the new generation. Yeah, yeah, I'm not big on Pixar, but I hope they don't. I hope they come up with more new, interesting ideas and don't just keep going back and do sequels. Like, mm. let's move on. Well, the way this already was is it, it's straight up a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, I mean the other characters, um, Woody now Bonnie's toys 
aren't really in it. They're mm-hmm. in it a little bit because they're trying to get Woody back, but it's straight up the Woody show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, now all they need to do is just get Tom Hanks in a recording studio and they can lock out another five of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way it ended. And I'm, like, not mm-hmm. happy about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I saw it. Meh. <laughs> so for TV, Ash and I are still watching The 100. There are so two good. episodes left. So good. Oh, yeah. Game. It's, two. Oh, it's shit. been good. There's been a lot of Bellark baiting that so I baited. hate. We're so baited. It makes me so angry every episode, and I didn't know this could still hurt me, but they can. <laughs> and, We're uh, so baited. We're so baited. It's the worst. Uh, but Octavia's arc has been really good. Um, she's the sister of one of the main characters, and she was kind of a villain last season, mm-hmm. and she's redeemed herself a bit now. The villain last season's great. Was yeah. great. Josie yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So, the villain of this season, the 100, is this freaking 200-year-old woman who's been reincarnated several times with this mind drive, this chip they've been putting in people's heads. Huh. And they've basically been killing people and taking over their bodies. Mm-hmm. So, so they can continue to live forever. It's very body snatchers. And she ends up getting in one of the main protagonists' head, and yeah, you don't do that, because Clark Griffin will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's been really good. It's been interesting. Yeah, there's been a lot of really fun um, episodes and scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Much more sci-fi again. Very sci-fi, which yeah. I'm assuming with this whole anomaly thing, we're probably going to get more sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird thing out in the woods that has not been explained yet. But we and... have two episodes left, so I'm yeah. assuming the finale is going to have something to do with it. I hope so. I hope so. It'll be cool. They'll do something weird. Let's mm-hmm. go for it. There's one more season. It got renewed for a final season, so... It's, it hasn't yeah. been announced if it's really the final or not. I hope it's the final. Me too. <laughs> I agree I'm, with you. I'm going to keep saying it, it until just, it's announced yeah, it as the final. it hasn't been said it's the final. Because it needs to end. Um, but well, we've been enjoying it, considering we did not like last season at all. Uh, Ash and I also binged second season of <sighs> Killing Eve. So good. And it's like seven, ep- eight episodes or something. It's not long. Eight? Eight, maybe? Yeah. And really great. Continues so good. right after the first season mm-hmm. when uh, Villanelle and Eve have a bloody confrontation. And it's like super trippy and sexy and mm-hmm. awesome. And well, I, I love like, it. I feel like they gave Villanelle a lot more to do. Oh, they gave her everything to do. In this one. Like they really, really mm-hmm. like built up Jodie Comer like to just do shit. And good. she like nailed all of it. Yeah. And they both got nominated this year for <gasps> Emmys. God. Because only Sandra Oh got nominated last year, and mm-hmm. that was, like, she's great, but Jodie Comer as, like, psycho Amazing. assassin villanelle is the the thing of the show. Her, she's great. Her facial, like, feature, like, the way she just emotes mm-hmm. is just... Oh, yeah, she's yeah. great. I love her. She's amazing, so we're really happy about that. But mm-hmm. Killing Eve, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's great. Yeah. And binge it. Yeah. That's one that's good to binge. That's what we did. We, we saved up the episodes. Are they and... hour-long episodes, or mm-hmm. are they... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're hour-long. It's on well, my, 40, uh, 45 but it's on my Hulu to watch There's only, like, list. eight in each season, right. so they're not super long. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when they're yeah. hour-longs, they tend not yeah. to be as long of seasons. Right. Yeah. And then Ashley and Heather have been watching Shit's Creek, right? Shit's Creek. Yes. yes. It it's fine. I was looking for another um 30 minute kind of mm-hmm. cuz I um, I was watching um You're the Worst. Mm-hmm. I was watching You're the Worst. It was my like 30 minute comedy. I would just watch, you mm-hmm. know, whenever and then that ended and had a really good ending. Um Oh, Matt and I started watching it again. So good. we're we're working on it. Tell me cuz the ending is great. Yeah, we're not there yet. We'll tell, um, we'll tell you. So I needed another like 30 minute whatever, and I put this on because I heard good things about it, and it's just, it's funny. It's just, I... Yeah. What's the premise? They... It's kind of, it's almost kind of like an Arrested Development, mm-hmm. kind of. It's like where this, like, rich family basically loses, uh, all, their loses money. all their money. Okay. And they have to go to, like, this podunk town that this father bought. As a joke. As a joke for his son. 
and it's but the only thing that they that they own, own. That, the, that, the, that the government can't take away from them so they they go and then they're like so they, they're able to live in the motel there for yeah. free oh. yeah um but the town like they don't run the town though the town's run by like a mayor yeah, and yeah. Like, they, they have they just, citizens like, yeah. yeah so they're like trying to find out how to now live in a motel mm-hmm. yeah. and I, i've only watched the first few episodes but i really i thought it was funny i mean even sean was laughing so they they do a really good i think it's in the first season it might be the second i think it's the first season though they do a really good i loved it with the son and his sexuality and the mm-hmm. way they address it oh. mm-hmm. they, yeah I they haven't gotten there fucking yet loved but... it. okay um he, he's pansexual and just the way they do it i just mm-hmm. the way they describe it i really 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 enjoy it cool um so it's, it's fun. I, yeah, I it's, enjoyed it's, it. It's a lot of fun. I... And they also got nominated for Emmys. So oh, good. Yeah, which is what great. Do, what does that air on? Or what's it stream on? Mm. I don't know. I watched it on Netflix, I'm watching I it on think. Netflix. Okay. It, it, it's a pop original, but I don't know what network it comes on. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. That sounds like it's one of those, like, 300 or 3,000 channels shows. Yeah. I, yeah, it like, might be. pop and, um, Huh. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's just because yeah. it's on Netflix is the only way I, I've yeah. seen okay. it. Yeah. Cool. So. Okay. And then Kelly's watching Twin Peaks. Yes. Mm. Ryan finally convinced me. So we finished season one and it's good. Like, I, I don't really care for like those kind of. It's shows. a drama. Yeah. It's like a cop <laughs> show drama. Yeah. But oh. it's, yeah. it's. And also weird. weird shit. Yeah, it's, it's also just weird, weird and it's good. Weird, I, I like mystic thing. Yeah, I'm just like okay. Yeah. Yeah. see all that stuff. I like, but yeah. I don't like cop dramas. It's, like, no. it's like I mean, but it's really funny though. Like um. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, uh, he um, he's the main character, and mm-hmm. he's great. Like I love yeah. his, I love his character so much. Like he's the best. Um, so it's very it's very quirky, and like the the um, the police officers in the town are just so funny. Like it's just it's great. Like yeah. it's good. It's really good. I mean, I'm enjoying it. This season one is only like eight episodes, something like that. It's not long. No, it's not long at all. And then season two is like a full season, so oh, they're wow. trying to. Okay. Yeah. But, um, I'm excited. Too many. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to keep going. Um, cool. So, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm probably, you know, I'm like 28 years too late, but whatever. Whatever. But, <laughs> People are binge watching X-Files now for the first time. I yeah. mean, you're never too late for anything. That's true. Yeah. And Heather has been watching Catch-22 in Chernobyl. You finished Chernobyl, right? Yeah, I finished Chernobyl. Um, super good. And Kelly... You finished it too, right? Yeah, it was like, so. how, is good. it like that's a three great. episode miniseries? It's four, five, five episodes, five episodes, five episode okay. miniseries. Um, to get all the Game of Thrones people to keep watching HBO. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, it, it, it's, it's, it's it's really good. Um, I'd like to watch. it. I really enjoyed me it. Too. Um, there's it a cool. there's a meme out there now cool that Ryan see. keeps sending me. It's like it's about like it's about like the radiation where it's like so how is it. Not good, not great, and it's like three point six recto something, oh, oh, yeah, gosh. <laughs> whatever it's called. So the yeah. radiation's still fucking high. Yeah, which is funny. It's sure. Really yeah. Okay. Um, Catch twenty two is um, is good. I enjoy it. Um, the I mean, it's kind of aggravating with the main character sometimes, but you know, I guess that means that you're invested. Yeah. You're right. If you if you feel for the characters. And that's based off the novel? It's based off the novel, yeah. Oh, so, um, cool. Okay. But it's cool. It has that really snappy dialogue yeah. um, mm. in some parts. So it's like, they're like they're going around in a circle, and you're just like, wait, what's it? And they don't even know what's going on. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it's, fun. It's, 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 it's really fun. It's funny at, like, certain points, you know, to, like, draw you back in. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it is like a... Um, it's like World War Two. Right. I say because so, the content's not funny. The, so it's, like it the... takes like place, you know, mm-hmm. their their soldiers mm-hmm. and. Um, it's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. What? No, go ahead, sorry. Um, well, they're um, 
they're bombers. Right. So the main guy is the the one who um, unleashes the bomb. So he has to like, you know, calculate the calculate. But it's basically him trying to get out mm-hmm. of the uh, military. Military. Well, I mean, it's a catch twenty two. He just though, yeah. He just wants to go home. They, but so they have like a um, a fly ca- a mission count. Mm-hmm. So every time he gets close to reaching a mission count, they up it. Yeah. So it goes from 30 to 35 to 40. So it's just like... He's just trying to complete these missions. He's so he trying to get home. them as fast uh-huh. as he can so he can go home. But every time, you know... And he always, like, ha- comes up with the convoluted plans to, like, try and do it. And then it ends up, like, backfiring Aww. in his face. So, like, it, you know, it's like... You're just like, come on, you know? Everyone's like, ah, they have to be there. And it's yes. like... Yeah. Everyone's kind of feeling the same way. And it's... They do this thing where it's like, oh, you know, if you want to get out, you're not crazy... But if you want to stay in, you are crazy. So, but no one wants to say that they're crazy. And so that goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking to, um, like, because he's always talking to the doctor. Like, oh, hey, doc, I'm sick. You know, like, yeah. I gotta go home. Like, just it's keep keep me in here for like yeah. a week. And so, but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's okay. good. And the and the guy who plays like the main character, Yusarian, um, yeah, yo yo, yo yo, um, yeah, he 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 does a good job. I like I like awesome. Him. So cool. And then we all watch Stranger Things. We actually. Um, binged it. Yes. That was super fun. Was yeah. <laughs> that was our 4th of July <laughs> celebration. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't go outside. No, no we, we all came to like my house. Anyways. Yeah, we yeah, anyway. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I made waffles and breakfast food, and yes, it was great. we chilled and, and watched Stranger Things all day. It was fantastic. Which is funny, because <laughs> it was another one of those moments where my coworkers were asking me about it, and they're like, oh, I just finished episode four, and I'm like... See, I watched them all together, so I don't know what happened yeah, in that's each the thing. episode. Yeah, yeah. someone yeah. was telling me that, and I was like... What episode is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, when does that happen? Like, where, what part are you at? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I almost said something to somebody, too, and I was like, wait, what order did this happen in? Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. It was good. Um, they haven't... They did announce before? Did they? I don't know. I haven't heard it there. Mm. I don't know. I hadn't heard yet. I, they they can, if they wanted to. Yeah, well, my, my theory is they're going to age up the kids, and they're going to... That's yeah. my theory. My yeah. only problem... With the whole series, with the whole series in general, well, there's two problems. My, my two problems are they keep introducing new characters just to kill them off, which yep. I don't care for. Yeah, that's getting too old. Yeah, and then uh, without killing any of the old characters for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole cast wasn't together until the last episode. I was so mad. Yeah. So they were all kind of split up. And I did, I mean, I love Steve. He's like the fave. And mm-hmm. so Robin is his new bestie, and she's Maya Hawk. That's Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk's daughter. Who also had, like, a small cameo in Once Upon a Time, time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, the Tarantino connection from mm-hmm. Kibble and stuff, which was hilarious, because Ashley and I were like, it's my hawk! Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the scene. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love her. I love how they handled all of her stuff. Her character shit was amazing. I it loved it. It was great. It was so good. Um, but I, and I felt like there was no payoff with Max and Billy, their relationship as mm-hmm. brother and sister. Yeah. There was yeah. no payoff. And that was a little disappointing for yeah. me mm-hmm. after season two, yep. there was, like, no reach back to that one episode of season two where Elle goes off and, you know... Finds other the, people that... <laughs> meets the other mutants from yeah, the next academy, yeah. you know? But, I mean, right. we'd have to assume that it, we'd hope, you know, it'd be in the next season. We'll see. So, yeah, I'm assuming they can't get to keep doing the same thing. They'll probably do a spinoff um, You know, but I, I really enjoyed it. Despite all of... It sounds like I'm mm-hmm. bitching, but despite mm-hmm. all that, it was really fun... Mm-hmm. Dustin and Steve are dream team. Yes. Scoop Troop. Scoop, Scoop Troop! troop. <laughs> Which is funny because we call ourselves Team Scoop sometimes <laughs> from the Spider-Man ride that yeah. Kelly's work at. 
Hashtag, Hashtag Team Scoop. Yep. RV, yep. RV8 is also called John Connor. Oh I made my RV. It was great. Very good. Very good. Um, so I'd say we all recommend Stranger Things. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm hopeful for, you know, the next season. I'm hoping it's going to be good or better. Yeah, uh, it, the season was good. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we like Ohana, so we want everyone together. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they teased Ohana in the commercial so yeah. much, like in the um, trailer. The promos. Like, they had them, they, all the scenes of them together, mm-hmm. they put in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that didn't happen until like the last two episodes. Yeah. And then they immediately split them all up again. Yep. In the same groups. Yep. They didn't even split them up into new... Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. If you're going to split them up again... A new again, group. Yeah, yeah. Now have them... But no, you've had the same people that have already had the entire season together. Yeah. Still together. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Break them up. We shouldn't be able to tell what your sh- shooting schedule is by yes. how the show is going. 100%. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so. Uh, Can we play D&D now? Yeah. Oh, relatable. So relatable. <laughs> yeah, we, we played D&D as well, and it was... Adorable. Well, Poor Will. Will's my baby. Poor Will. He just wanted to play D&D, man. He doesn't care about girls. He just no, wants to play D&D. No. Fair. The Fair. poor thing. But yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. It, was it was good. good. Yes. It was good. I, I would recommend it. So on the video game front, let's just go first and foremost to Ashley. Congratulations on your PS4. I bought a PS4. Yay. Yay. Thank you, Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a really good deal. It was the only thing that was a good deal. Um... Besides my Apple Watch that I'm now wearing. Yeah, Apple Watch. <laughs> yes, no, I got the console and I got um, Spider-Man and Horizon Zero Dawn for uh, $2.30. Fuck yeah, you did. great. And then you proceeded to buy all the Kingdom Hearts games. I had to. <laughs> the child in me needed me to did buy Did you get, like, the... Is it, like, a DVD pack? Or, like, no. a game pack? Or is it di- a digital copy? It, it's the actual game. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's a disc. Um, well, you you got Kingdom more Hearts. than one disc, right? For the Kingdom Hearts, the first ones that I bought, which is the 1.5 and the 2.5. Were the remakes? That were the remakes. It's one disc, but it has all of them on it. Oh, okay. And I just select which one I want to play. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is the... Its own game. The own so game. I may or may not want to play two. You want me to just lend it to you again? Is that you what, did it the first time. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and I gave it back to you, didn't I? Uh, I don't know if you did, honestly. I don't no, know I'm pretty is. sure I did. But I think I, I, think I kept the book uh, for a while, and then I gave it back to you. Eventually. But it's been fun. I, I was really hoping I was going to go play one of the other, like, real PlayStation games. Nope, I popped in Kingdom Hearts 1, and I've been playing that. It's okay. It's fine. It's a PlayStation game. Yeah. And Heather's been playing Kingdom Hearts 3. I have. Yeah. It's so good. So beautiful. I bet. I bet it's gorgeous. Except for your most hated Frozen level. Yes. I finally beat it. I'm never going back. You know what? (laughs) That's on to the Hero 6. That's That's fair. That's okay. That's okay. So, I finally finished Days Gone after 85 years. Got the plaque. Um, it's really good. The ending was a little anticlimactic, uh, but there's, like, an, uh, an after credit stinger, like, there's some more missions afterwards, and if you do them all, you get this one final mission, and I was literally screaming, what the fuck, and Matt came in the room, he's like, what is going on with you? And I was just like, look at this! And it's, uh... I'm not going to spoil it. You should play it. Holy shit. It's like, I can't wait for Days Gone 2 now. Like, nice. it's amazing. Good. How it ends. It, you know. The final mission's okay. Mm-hmm. But those little secret missions at the end, I was like, what the fuck? This is amazing. <laughs> and then I also, I was kind of on a Sony kick, so I also went back to God of War, because Ryan, no. Kelly's husband, <laughs> told one. me there was, like, a secret ending I never Whoa. went to look at. Like, uh-huh. if you go back to Kratos and Atreus's house, there's another little ending. Ah. And once I did that, I was like, let me see, you know, I got some side missions left. I started doing them. 
And then I continued until I got the platinum last weekend. Yeah. I just kept going because nice. it was so good. And I feel like I didn't give God of War a fair shot because I love the original PS2 games mm-hmm. and, and PS3, uh, God of War 3, so much that I felt like this wasn't quite true to Kratos's form. And then as I went back, it's like, no, I was wrong. This mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And... And now I'm like, okay, I got my plat. I'm obsessed fully again. I changed all of my settings. They're all got a bore in my PlayStation oh, 4 nice, now. Yeah, nice, my, nice. my background, my icon, my my little ba- backdrop on my profile. was like, nope, I'm fully in again. <laughs> I fucking love Kratos. Love his baby. And, uh, you know, I f- because in the original series, he accidentally murders his wife and his daughter. And there's, in one of the PSV, uh, one of the PSP games... He actually goes into the underworld, and I think he get, like gets to talk to Calliope, his daughter, who he like murdered on accident. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't never quite gotten over that kind of thing, you know. Right. And but now that I'm like, okay, he's here. He's trying to fix his mistakes with Atreus, and with like, sun. yeah, I, I'm like fully in again. So I'm really excited for God of War two. I fucking love PlayStation. <laughs> it's so good. And um, today, actually, the day we're recording this, Wolfenstein. Um, Youngblood, uh, is out, and I have it, mm-hmm. and Kelly and I hopefully will get to play it. I fucked up the download, so I'm gonna have to call PlayStation tomorrow, but... I'm so excited. But, uh, it should be pretty good. I'm wait. excited. I'll make Ryan plug in the PS4 tomorrow. Yeah, you get to play or, as... Yeah. yeah. you get to play as, um, BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters, and it's, like, 20-ish years later, BJ's been missing, he's, you know, an old dude now, and his mm-hmm. daughters are going to find him. So, nice. they've got the, like, cool Jewish, like, super strong armor from, uh, the previous games that mm-hmm. BJ gets <laughs> from the awesome scientist guy, and it's, like, the coolest thing ever. So, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably gonna start Bioshock Collection, because I've been dying to play Bioshock again. Oh, man. <laughs> and I could talk to Ryan about it. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, Give him something to talk about, because he's always talking to me about things, and I'm like, I don't care. Talk to Alicia or someone. I know, I know. <laughs> like, thank you for talking to me first. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. But you can talk to them, too, now. Yes, exactly. As long as you talk to me first, I'll give you permission to talk to them. <laughs> you can talk to everyone else That's second. how it works, yes. yes. And then, as far as podcasts go, Heather, you're listening to Sleep With Me? Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah, it's a... It's like a... It's meant for if you have, like, insomnia or you have trouble falling asleep. Oh. Um... Yeah, it's a podcast called Sleep With Me, and it's just this guy, and he has kind of like a, you know, a mundane voice, and he basically is just... Talks. Talks. Oh. And, like, he, it's, it's like, he tells, like, little stories, but it's almost like just things that have happened, like, throughout his day or whatever, you okay. know? Not always, but it's like, it's weird because I feel like I don't really know what he's talking about because I fall asleep. Okay. So it's like... Was it a dream? Yeah, so it's like... I, I is he, like, I putting like, subliminal messages like, into your brain? Yeah, like, <laughs> so I feel like I don't actually know what it's babe. about, you know, because I'm not paying attention. Overthrow the uh, government. <laughs> See, that's, yeah. my, that's my fear with it, because I've heard of it, and I do want to yeah. try it, but and my fear is I'm going to try and listen. Yeah, and there are some that he does, like, I think he's really into um, Star Trek, so there are a few oh. where he'll, like, read Star Trek episodes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I think one time I put that on, and Sean was so mad because he couldn't sleep. He was just listening <laughs> listening to it. And I was like, I'm sorry. So, um, oh, my gosh. Sean doesn't really like it. He likes complete silence. Yeah, me too. So, um... Get some headphones, girl. So, yeah. I mean, I've been... I'll, I'll use my headphones, like, when they're... Like, I'll use my wireless headphones when they're yeah. charged. But sometimes they're not always. And then sometimes I just... I won't listen to it just because, um... But yeah, I, I I like it. I mean, cool. it's it's fine. And what did you start, Kelly? 
Oh, I, um, I've actually been listening to it for a while, but I, uh, listen to, I'm listening to Crime Junkie now, which mm-hmm. is another um, true crime podcast. Nice. Um, but it's it's good. I think they work with Crime Stoppers of Indiana. Oh. So they, like, work together. Um, but the host, um, she pretty much just, like, tells us, like, you know... Uh, like a serial killer story or like uh, she'll sometimes have updates of like you know like a missing person or like if a serial killer got captured oh. um, like like the um, I think it was this uh, what was the San Francisco killer the Golden State Killer mm-hmm. uh, when they captured him they had an updated episode about it like oh so this this whole episode is about like the update and everything mm-hmm. so it's really good it's interesting like is it's, it a My Favorite Murder format? No, oh, it's okay. not comedy. Oh, okay. So it's straightforward, like the facts, and... the facts, and mm-hmm. like how it happened, what happened, and um, it's it's good. Like, that would give me nightmares. That's kind of yeah. why I I think I do want to listen to the uh, murder or uh, the murder squad yeah. podcast because it's literally they're talking about their experiences. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. crimes that they've solved, mm-hmm. wow. right? That's cool. So it's like because they, you know, were actual detectives. So mm-hmm. it's like these crimes, and then they're also kind of like at the end of the episodes because I, I listened to the first one mm-hmm. because my favorite murder had it on their yeah. channel, yeah, because okay. they, they because host they host, um, yeah, the exactly right their studio, network, their okay, network, exactly right. Yeah. Um, so but at the end they like I think they either p- they talk about like a case that's open. Or something, but they're asking people to like, hey, if you've seen this person, that's, or like, yeah. they're basically asking people for information well, huh. if you've seen it. Well, that's what they were saying, and, like feelers. Because um, when they when they guest starred on some of the um my favorite murder episodes, that's what they said is that like a lot of people nowadays on like Reddit and shit like the, solve things. Yeah, the and, internet sleuths. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They so, like so when they were promoting this new show with the both of them, that's what they said is that they were gonna like put things out there yeah. so that the people could yeah. follow and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll solve things as they cover things. Yeah, that's so, yeah, that's why they love, like, 23andMe mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, the yeah. DNA testing. Yeah. That's why they love it because it helps them find people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were, I think the the episode or, like, the investigation they were talking about, there were some women who had gone missing that they never identified. They never mm-hmm. found them. Mm-hmm. So they're basically like, oh, if you've if you know this person, if they went missing, and now they're just, like, out and about, and no. Because they're trying to, like, find... I think they, they got the guy. But they're trying to, like, find these people. these people that they don't know what happened to them. And, like, if they know anything, you know, about, like, mm-hmm. their whereabouts or whatever. Right. Then they're, like, asking they for their They could be help. victims, but they might not be, but they don't know. Yeah. Okay. So it's, like, stuff they, like that. And they might still have, you know, family or, or even friends that always wondered, whatever happened to... Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's just, so. like, a close... They're trying to get people, you know, to, like, come forward and, like, mm-hmm. yeah. closure and stuff like that. So. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. interesting. Cool. And then, as we've discussed multiple times tonight, Kelly is rereading T2 Rising Storm by S.M. Sterling. Yeah, because remember how I said that Terminator is my new hyperfixation? <laughs> again. Uh, again. I wanted to reread the series that I love so much, and I'm on the second one. Kelly goes in phases. I do. It's the crow, then it's Terminator, it's, then yes. it's Avengers. It's then a it's, circle. Yeah. It's a circle. Yeah. yeah. It really is. It'll yeah. come back around. Yeah. yeah. If I look at my Facebook memories, I'll see it. Like, oh, hey, look, there's a crow post from five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Like, I love it. Again, I, I, it's a, it's my favorite continuation of the of the T two movie. Like, it's it's great. It's it sounds really good from how you've been describing it. I so kind of wish that they would have taken that up. Me yeah. too. And like, it's re- it's really frustrating because like I want to try to find like, you know, fan art or mm-hmm. like 
people talking about, but no one seems to talk about it. Right? And I'm really upset. I'm just like, well, they're older, even, right? Even if you... In, like, 2000. Yeah. 2001, yeah. Even yeah. if you just, um, search, like, S.M. Sterling? Yeah. I get it. It's all his other stuff. Mm. Like, it's like, no one cares about the Terminator books, and it's really upsetting. Um... But, like, I just, I just love it so much. I love how the characters are, like, written. I love the story. Um, it's great because John's the one who starts Judgment Day, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh. It's awful. It's really awful. Oh, John. But it's it's hilarious. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, like, a, it's, it's that's so, like a John it's move. It's so awful. <laughs> that's in character. Yeah. That's fine. It's so awful. I believe it. happens, though. Oh. It's like, because it, it, it's so, oh, it, it broke my heart. I was like, god damn it. I was, like, crying. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was bad. So, Kelly wholeheartedly... So, yeah recommends Rising Storm. Well, that's, that's, that's the second sequel, one. That's the so sequel? the first one is T2 Infiltrator. Okay. Uh, the second one's T2 Rising Storm, and the third one is T2 Future War. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So, and hey, cool. recommend them. Please read them. Please write me fan fiction, and <laughs> please draw me pictures, and I want to... Go commission know. somebody. I don't want to. Do it. That's fun. So, okay. Good. Yeah. The rest of us yeah. don't know how to read. And then for cosplay, Ashley and I and our friend Sarah are going to Tampa Bay Comic Con next weekend. Mm -hmm. And the first day we're doing Powerpuff Girls, but we're doing roller derby versions, which should be fun. And only because we have like the wigs and stuff and it's an easy throw on one. Yeah, we've done a different version before. We Mm -hmm. were like ninja geisha Mm -hmm. people. And it's, yeah, it's always really fun. That's a good one because once people realize what you are, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god, you're mm-hmm. Powerpuff this, you yeah. know? Well, we, really we, funny. Always, we always do really good with the ones that are colored, like, yeah. with the, um, like the Sailor Scouts, how it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a color rainbow, these, mm-hmm. and then when we've done, um, Magic Night, Magic Night Ray Earth, mm-hmm. when we're just the solid colors, it For works sure. out really well. For sure. And then Saturday, we're doing Avatar, right? Oh, we're doing villains. We're doing villains Saturday? Because Sunday, I think you were okay with getting in and out of Azula in a bathroom? No, we're backwards. I was okay, okay with getting out of Barrel. Okay, got it. Okay. Then yes. Okay. So Saturday, we're doing Avatar. We're doing Fire Nation, which we did there last year, I think. And it was really fun. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm Azula, and you're May, May and Sarah's Ty Lee. Mm-hmm. So that should be really cool. Everyone's always terrified of me as Azula. It's great. Well, that one's always fun for Sarah, because she actually made that entire outfit. She did. By hand. Mm-hmm. Like, she did. From top she to did. bottom. Mm-hmm. So, she, that's one I know she's super proud yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was a cute outfit. Yeah. And it turned out really well. I had to buy a wig this year. You did. Since I cut my hair off. You did. <laughs> so. That's yeah. what you deserve. It came today, supposedly. Oh. Ah. I haven't, haven't been home, so. Nice. Nice. <laughs> cool. And then the third day, we're going to be doing our Sailor Moon villains again, so I'm Queen Beryl. Um, I'm Mistress Nine, and then Sarah is, um... Wicked Lady, or yeah. Black Lady, depending on which version you're following, yeah. but basically Evil Mini Moon, which is one of my, my favorite villains, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. I hate Mini Moon. But. Mm-hmm. And they turned out really well. We did them for MegaCon, so we want to go ahead and do them for this con. We, we were trying to limit a new cosplay to one. Right. Because right. we have it's so many. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. We, we, did, we use them now. We did yeah. a lot for MegaCon. We did. Mm-hmm. The Mario thing was <gasps> nuts, so. Yeah. The Mario Kart was amazing. Yeah. I really want to be... Our death bay again too, because yeah. I know I want to do the mummy yeah. again. Because Ashley, Kelly, and I yeah. did the mummy, and it turned out really well. Yeah. And next time we need to get Rosie to be Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Get catch her yeah. on a free day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're always gonna do Golden Girls. No. Every time. <laughs> every no. time. Every time. No. <laughs> so yeah. So, so good though. Everyone loved it. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm really was, excited. It's just annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fun. Tampa's always a chill one. It it is. Which it is, is nice. It's not good. crazy yet. <gasps> and 
where you get to see the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw on Friday. <laughs> Which we're dragging Sarah to. We already oh, bought no. tickets. We're seeing oh. it. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. It's going to be oh trash. God. I can't wait. Are you, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you. Thank yes. you. I'm very happy for you guys. Actually, I fucking love Fast and Furious. So. Unironically. Oh yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Wholehearted love. It really sucks. It snuck up on me because I just don't care about cars, but it's not, it's about, not cars. about cars. It's about the Ohana. It's about family. <laughs> Which is why we love it. So yeah, that's all we have for today. So... Thanks for listening. Um, you can follow us on multiple social sites and streaming services. Uh, we have an email. I could watch that at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at I could watch that. All one word. All one word. Uh, Twitter is I could watch because um, that's just how it is. Yeah, that's just the way it is. <laughs> uh, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and Spreaker. Just search I Could Watch That, all one word, and you will find us. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Be cool. There's no fate what we make for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows what the next episode will be. It may be the start of our phase three, or it could just be um, Call Alice. Alice. It's kind of going to depend on what our schedules end up being. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye.